You're listening to Sandful on SEN, thanks to Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Welcome to Wigan Oval in the heart of Unley. It's another sample game here on your home of sport, SENSA. It's the Double Blues taking on the Red Legs in Indigenous round in the sample. Uh, my name's Paul Bonzer, alongside me, Ken Farmer, medalist Dan Menzel. Welcome, Dan. Bonzer, it's great to be here. It's a, it's a great round of footy that we've got, the Indigenous round, the First Nations round. Uh, good to experience it yesterday with the Guernseys, and uh, they do it so well, and the, the players love it as well. Yeah, and uh, smoking ceremony happening as we speak. Uh, Elder Mickey O'Brien um, was a very good player in his day, too. Um, going through and doing a smoking ceremony. Don't the Guernseys look great they as well? Do. I really like, I mean, both look super, but the Sturt Guernsey, I like the design yeah. on that one. That's, uh, it's got their light blue with some dots around the Sturt yeah. logo right in the middle. Nord's got a nice... Um, I like the extra red on the Nord jumper. Yeah, a little jumper. sash sort of thing. Yeah. So it's uh, both really good Guernseys today. This is the pre-game show for Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. And uh, we can't do this without our Kia dealers. And on the line now is Adam Priest from Adrian Bryan Kia. Adam, welcome to the sample coverage once again. So make sure you get down. Yes, Adrian Bryan Kia, south corner of South Road, Nailus Road, down there at St Mary's. I'm sure most people have driven past it on their way down south. Uh, all right, men's. let's get into having a look at this game. Norwood have won two in a row. Um, Sturt coming off... Uh, a week off. Um, yep. How do they? How do these two teams match up? Yeah, it's a really interesting one because if you look purely at the table, with Sturt on nine wins and one loss in second position, and Norwich just two wins and eight losses in last position, you would say that this is a one-sided affair. But I think it's going to be anything but. Uh, Norwood won their last two, as you mentioned. They beat Port in their last game by seven points. And then they were far too good against South Adelaide by 23 points. That game was over at three-quarter time. So... They're in some decent form. Sturt, obviously, their last game here was at home at Wigan Oval. They beat North Adelaide 67-51. to Put together a good performance after that absolute shellacking against Glenelg where they lost by 105 points in round nine. So these two teams will be an interesting matchup today. For, for Norwood fans out there, I think they'll be pleased that the likes of Nick Rokar, who had 28 touches last year, one of their absolute stars from last season, is back into some of his best form, which they need. But also up in the forward line, they've struggled to kick a score this year, Bonds. They are number yes. 10 in offense. They've only averaged 53 points a game. Well, Connor McLean kicked three in their last game, Sermon two and Tranford two. So it's starting to come that offense, which is what they've really lacked this season. And conversely for Sturt, uh, Casey Voss, well, we called the game. He was dominant. He was. We gave him the three votes, 34 touches and a goal against North Adelaide. Wilson was really strong with 28 and two. Batters being Coombless, both had 25. Their defence has been pretty good this year. They're averaging 66 points a game against them. That's number four in the comp. But their offence has improved, which has been something they worked on in the uh, pre-season. We asked Marty Matner about that on the sample show. And they're number three in the comp at 74 points a game. So we're in for a really good matchup here today. I think that this game is going to be under a kick. I, I think it's going to be a really close one. The conditions here, although no rain looks like it's going to happen, Bonds, the ground is not in the greatest of nicks we've seen. No, it. it's really heavy underfoot. There are damp patches, muddy patches, especially through the middle of the ground and at each end of the ground. Probably the, um, 
probably the northern end of the ground's a bit heavier than the southern end, but uh, it, there are some muddy patches on the wings as well. We saw in the reserves game, it was only six goals to seven. So I think that we're going to get a low-scoring affair today. It's going to be hard to move the footy. Um, but, but uh, yeah, like you said, I think we're in for a close one as well. Norwood have been on the improve. Yeah, they definitely have. It, it will be interesting because you mentioned that with uh, moving the footy will be difficult to do. Sturt do like to bring the ball back through the corridor here at Wigan Oval and really hurt you that way. Now, they'll still be able to today, but they're going to have to be clean with the footy if they do that. I think Norwood's going to be really in for the fight and play a contested style of game today. Um, but it will be interesting to see how it plays out. Sturt will like to control the footy with kick mark as well. Um, so, yes, it's going to be very interesting. No win today, which we haven't mm. seen the last few games we've called here at Wigan Oval. It's been favouring the southern end uh, the last couple of games, but there is virtually no win. There's no direction you'd probably favour over the other. So it's, uh, it's one that both sides should have a good crack at it. And I don't know, Bonds, what do you reckon? Maybe nine or ten goals wins you this game. I, I, yeah, I think ten goals might be, the, might be the winning score if you can kick ten. Good crowd in two men's. The hill's starting to uh, fill up, as you'd expect, with a with the uh, East su- Suburbs rivalry. Yes. Sturt yes. versus Norwood. Um, both teams just in their final huddles. Yeah, so it's an interesting one. Now, I mean, where does it leave these teams after this game pending the results? Now, Sturt, they take on West Adelaide next week, so they'll be very confident that they'll be able to get a few wins on the trot again after that Glenelg game and put that down as an aberration. Yes. It's, an, it's a, a game that they will be confident, even though it's at Heisen Stadium. But the one is Norwood for mine. Everyone has gone, is Norwood still in touch of finals? Can they still make it? Well, as we currently sit, they are three games outside. They win today. They are two games outside. They take on Glenelg next week, the best team in the competition yes. at the moment. So for mine, if I'm Norwood, I'll, we've got to win one of the next two. If we do that, then we play the rest of the teams above us. We can run the ladder for the rest of the year, and it's in your hands. So one of the next two for the Red Legs will give them an opportunity to play finals this season. Yeah, they do have to get on a roll and win a few in a row, don't they? They've got to probably got to win yeah. maybe five of their last six. I mean, they like do, but like I said, they take on the Eagles, North Adelaide, Centrals, South Adelaide and West Adelaide. Yes, all teams that... To finish. So yeah. all teams that will be literally just above them. They Correct. beat each one, they keep going up the ladder. So it's a massive game for them today to be able to get keep their season alive. Um, and uh, some interesting matchups here that uh, we'll bring to you as soon as we get them. Okay, first quarter just about to get underway for Home Start Finance. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you on your Home of Sport SENSA. Players are in their positions. Didn't see who won the toss. Uh, men's, but Norwood are kicking to the northern end or city end of Unley Oval and the double blues kicking south first bounce, Wilson had his hands on the footy, big Amos picked it up kicked it into Wilson, looped a handball over the top to Dake and he drives the footy long in, oh, inside 50 and Wrench has taken the mark, a contested mark against Donnelly He'll go back and have a set shot only about 20 metres out on a 45-degree angle. Yeah, strong start from the double blues. They've been very good around the clearances this season. And that's probably a blueprint that we see there inside the first 30 seconds of the game with really challenging conditions at ground level here today. If you can get out straight out of that centre clearance with a bit of territory, go long and go deep and put the defenders under pressure in the one-on-one contest. And that's what we saw on this occasion. And wrench a really strong contested mark. Once against Pierce Seymour, actually, and he's put the first one through. So an early goal to the double blues. We haven't even gone a minute, and Wrenches kicked the first. 
And on the uh, Balfour scoreboard, Balfour's R4 the game. Third to one goal, Norwood yet to score. It's a great day of sample footy today as well, Bonds. We've got three games of sample footy, so we will take you around the ground thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. North Adelaide is hosting the Adelaide Crows today and Glenelga hosting Central Districts at the Bay. We'll keep up to date with that and as well as the AFL scores. So a couple of early matchups at either end. Will Coomless has gone to Connor McLean at full forward for Norwood and Wrench there has Seymour at full forward for Sturt. Back in the middle, Wilson. Oh, in fact, it was Doyle shrugged the tackle. Got it back to Luke Edmonds. His little chip kick to the wing has found Joel Tealy back in the side this week. Streaming pass was Voss. Forward handball to Page was intercepted. Ling for Norwood goes short and kicked it straight back to Voss. Coming off 34 touches, Casey Voss in their last game before the bye, so Norwood's going to have to be aware of him today. Kicks to half forward. Wrench is there again. Paddy Wilson tried to glide past and grab the footy, but he was tackled, and the umpire will come in and ball it up. We're here for Kia. Moving that, exp- that inspires. Great midfield battle today as well, Bonds. Battersby and Wilson inside. There's Panos and Rokar and Nunn for Norwood starting in there. So all the big names inside the centre square to start this game. Rokar did get a handball back to Seymour. It's kicked to the wing. Nice gather by McLean. Goes on the right foot across the body to half back. First one there and meeting it is Fryer. Kicks it out in front of Fred Frederick. Just goes off the ground. That was pretty smart footy in Clever. the end. Brewer, short kick. It's been marked by Dakin. In fact, it's Josh Hone. Don't know how I'll mix those two up. Honey goes into the pocket. Plenty of Norwood jumpers back there. Donnelly to Carroll. Now the kick out. McFadgen over the top with a big spoil. Battersby front and centre. Grabs the burly. Short little kick. No, don't know if that went required distance or was... Oh, the umpire's paid it. I thought he took it on the half volley, McFadgen. He's marked it pretty much on the paint of 50. It's been solid for them, McFadgen, since he's come down from Brisbane. He had the 25 touches last time. Just sets up really well across that halfback. Yeah. Almost your quarterback type role. And really solid year for them has made them look really strong down back. And we'll line up from, I mean, 52, 53 metres here in some tough conditions. I'll have to take his best. Kicks from 51. Got under it a little bit. It's going to land in the goal square. Burrows come from behind. Ball is on the deck. Kennelly. His kick was half smothered. Wilson knocked off the ball by Locke. Back in there again, Locke. Got a little handle up to low. Now Morris for the red legs. Gave it to his skipper, Nunn. He tried to come back to Hamilton. Playing his 100th game today, Declan Hamilton. Part of the SEN team as well. Yeah, it's a great job. 100 sample games. Well done, Declan Hamilton. Only in the 26 year, years of age as well, Bond. So still plenty of... He could get to 200 if he wants to stay at this level for a number of years. Charlie Fryer. Down to Gribble. Boyd took it. His kick was stolen off the, his boot by Wilson. Hamble into open space. allows batters be in. Good tackle from Carroll. And the ball is on the deck. The umpire will come in and ball it up. Pressure been good early from the red legs there. Staying with the tackle. They're good with their hands. Stirred around the contest. So well done to stay on the receiver and force that ball up. Burrows up high in that ruck contest. Rokar hacked a kick out of there. Transfer got a bad bounce in the middle of the ground. Low slipped over in the mud. Transfer there to help. Got the little handball to Panos. 
Panos kicks to the forward line. It's a two and one. McLean, Coombless. McLean kept his feet. Coombless went to ground. He goes with the outside of the boot, trying to dribble it through from a tight angle. Went through for a minor score. Norwood one behind. Sturt one goal on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for Kia. Movement that inspires. Just the first inside 50 for Norwood. Five minutes into this first term here. Five to one, the inside 50 count to the double blues. So a score with their first inside 50. They'll see if they can keep the ball down that northern end. Stats for budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster. 13-27-27. Richards at half back for the double blues. Takes the mark. Goes sideways to Carruthers. Grandstand side. He's got wrench all by himself. Goes to him now. Battersby streams past. Gets the handball. Flat kick inside 50. Missed the target. He's marked by Donnelly. He's looking for Joel Tearley in the pocket, but Donnelly cut it off. He went short to Boyd. Absolutely no breeze to speak of. Pierce Seymour kicked to none. Who had a little bit of a fumble. Then the handball on the up to uh, Panos, who found McLean on the wing. Hey, it looks like Twig Rollins, they've done their homework at Norwich. As soon as they got that ball in the halfback line, all their mids went into the corridor. They're trying to shift the angles, which Sturt does so well here at home. Long kick in the transfer direction. Lock was there as well, and the umpire will come in and ball it up. We'll take you around the ground, thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Glenelg off to a fast start. Two goal straights, 12 lead. Central's one straight six. And North Adelaide leading the Crows, one one seven to one behind. Six minutes into both of those games. Ball's gone out of bounds. 25 metres around from Norwood's goal. Just in the left forward pocket in front of the hill here at Wigan Oval. Seven minutes gone in the first term. Sermon took the ball out the ruck. Hamble back to Rokar. And the ball comes to Luke Bogle. Had a bit of an airy. Good work from Dakin. Looped it over to McFadgen. McFadgen tight against the boundary line. And the ball stays in. Donnelly's got a couple of metres. His kick was a rubber along the ground to Rokar. Dakin did well. Got it to Carruthers. Hamble backwards to Battersby. His kick down the line. Burrows is going to fly can't take the mark. Good on by Bogle. Got the handball back to right. And right clears to the opposite side. Stockman and Frederick. Stockman did well. Just punched it in front of his, uh, to his advantage. Frederick's there as well. Ball's gone off hands out of bounds. Well played, Stockman. Was really well played with Frederick bearing down on him there. I think both teams will be reasonably happy with this start, Bonds. Uh, Sturt still dictating the play with four more inside 50s and 10 marks to three, but I think Norwood just working their way into this game nicely and have held up well under a little bit of pressure. Throwing on the outer side. Some fans having a bit of a function on the outer side under the pergola over that side. Casey Voss from that stoppage got a kick forward. Richards tried to feed a handball. Ling intercepted. And went to Stockman by hand. Goes down the wing. Taking a little juggled mark. It was McLean. Kicks inside forward 50. Backing back Edmonds. Good courage from him. Fryer was tackled. Just got the handball out to Carruthers. And that was very good handball from Carruthers to Carey. Who released some pressure. Went to Tealy. And now here's Casey Voss by himself. It's amazing how often he does this. Gets by himself. He has a second bounce running down the wing. Flat kick inside 50. Not to the advantage of Hone in 
it was Morris who cut it off. It yeah, just missed home, but concerning sides, signs for Norwood, Casey Voss up to the four disposals and just a lot of space, as you mentioned, at the moment for Voss. So Norwood will have to keep an eye on that. Stats for budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster. 13, 27, 27 as Kublis got one in the, uh, across the mouth. Yeah, just wanted to make him earn it a little bit late, but... Uh, and as we see there, he brings the ball straight away back inside into the corridor, opens up the whole forward 50 for the double blues. Doyle, he's going to bomb it long towards Burrows. Good use of the body, good spoil as well from Donnelly. The ball fell to Marty Frederick. He snaps on the right boot towards goal. It goes right across the face and out on the full. One goal plays, one behind. Sturt lead it on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. Seymour to bring it back in here. He's had a delayed start to the season, but he's been pretty good the last few weeks for the Red Legs down at fullback for them. Slotted in nicely to this lineup. Luke Bogle getting his hands on the footy early, tackled by Richards. Umpire will come in and ball it up. We're about to, uh, at half forward in front of the new function centre here at Wigan Oval. Both Ruckman fall over each other. Umpire just had a bit of a laugh and let him play. And we'll come in and ball it up again. Have you got a heavy lifter uh, early men's for no. Kona Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety? There's a, a lot Pretty of... even so far. Yeah, it is. A lot of congested work in there at the moment. Just the one free kick so far in this game, which is probably what you like to see in such a congested... Uh, and contested game of footy, 11 minutes into the first term. So they're letting them play, which is great to see. Another throw in. Crowd a bit uh, hushed as well. Sturt with the early goal in this one. There's been uh, pretty much play between the arcs since then. Tearley might have been taken high by Kennelly. Umpire said holding the ball. I'm not sure even Kennelly laid a tackle there. They just sort of more or less got tangled. The umpire was right there, made a quick decision. Another one whose form's improved a lot of recent is Kennelly for Norwood. So a lot of their premiership stars, delayed starts to the season or just down on form, have really improved over the last fortnight of footy. That's why they've got a couple of wins in a row, the Redlegs. Kick down the line, stack of players. Carruthers on the bottom of that one. Big Rokar getting up a little proppy. He'll battle on, he always does. Doyle and Sermon in the ruck battle. Doyle got it down. The ball came out to Ling. Here's Locke. Quick hands to Bogle. Slaps it on the boot. Going forward, Robinson. But the handball back to Bogle. Taken high, was he? Fans wanted holding the ball. Umpire called play on. Probably a good call by the ump. Page bursts out of the back line. Kicks down the line. Going back with the flight. Taking the mark, Jack Hurd. Yeah, really well read off the boot there, Jack Hurd. Not a great kick from Page. But again, we mentioned it, the umpires are letting it play bonds, which is a great thing. We're seeing some good, hard, contested footy at the moment as Pierce Seymour switches the ball to the outer side. Under a bit of pressure there is Morris. He did well in the end, Morris, and he found Donnelly. Donnelly, a couple of steps away. Good chase from Burrows. He's getting a little shove as he kicked it. Hamilton in front. Ball comes to deck, running through. Was Battersby stolen again by Hamilton. Gives to Panos. Panos, 35 metres out. Doesn't miss these. Matty Panos gets the first one on the board for Norwood. They go to 1-1. Sturt, one goal on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. 
Yeah, really well done there. The switch of play we talked about uh, by Seymour. He went across to Morris. They, they took the game on. They shifted the angles, which is really important. Uh, you got to do that here at Wigan Oval. And what's interesting, Bonds, is Declan Hamilton was the lead-up forward on that occasion. So a little bit smaller up forward. Created a really good contest. Then won his crumb as well. Gave that handball to Panos, who, as you said, doesn't miss those. And they've settled quite nicely here, the Red Legs, 13 minutes into the first term. They lead by a point number of positions Declan Hamilton we had a chat with him about that uh, while you were playing in that torrential rain out at Elizabeth um, and uh, yeah he's been moved around moved up forward now and enjoying his roll up forward back in the middle Sermon got the tap down Carruthers got the foot he bursts away from the centre handles to Dakin Dakin streams looking for Hone out the back did well Morris then Hone went off the ground tried to soccer a goal from an impossible angle Jack Hurd Carried it over the line for a minor score. Ties it up at 1-1 apiece on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Really nice work there from Carruthers to take the tackle on, get through that contest. Just a poor kick from Dakin. He's got Hone out in the lead, just put it in front of him. He's kicked 24 majors this year, but a little bit too much on the kick. Here's Seymour went to Kennelly and just threw uh, Brewer out of the pack before he had the footy. Brewer gets the free kick. 60 from home. Grandstand side. Puts it up for Hone in the pocket. Pierce read it well. Here's Seymour going back with the flight, takes the mark. Yeah, he's done that really well. He's across his career, Seymour, as he reads the ball well, but not afraid to drop off and put himself in the hole, which he did on that occasion. He went short to Jack Hurt. Unusually, men's, we're seeing a lot of play on this side of the ground yeah. with no breeze. Normally it's always out the other side, but uh, with, the, with no breeze, they're coming down this grandstand side. Maybe conditions are a little cleaner on this side. Yeah, they are, they, they are a touch. It definitely gets heavy on that outer, outer wing, so it's good to see this grandstand side here, and we've got a real contest on our hands. Liam Robertson tried to break the tackle of Fryer. Couldn't do it. We'll have a ball up. Centre wing. Grandstand side. Paul Bonds Dan Menzel with you. Dakin tackled by one arm. Somehow got a boot to it. Trying to break through and copping a high tackle. Fans don't like it. See who that is. That's uh, Alec Wright. He's got Rokar by himself on the wing. Handball to Link. Running past. Sermon front and centre. Edmund with a big spoil. Thumps it out of bounds. Good defensive play from the Sturt number 15. Only the two goals here so far at Wigan Oval, but as we take you around the grounds, thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Glenelg, a fast start. Four straight leading centrals, one straight at home. And North Adelaide off to a fast start. 3-1-19, leading the Crows two behinds. There you go. Had a little feeling about North Adelaide today, but mm. long way to go, obviously. Yeah, well, they uh, have been talked about as the best team in the comp. They just haven't lived up to it yet this year, so maybe today. Rokar kicked the ball inside forward 50. McFadgen just took an uncontested mark on the chest. Plays on quickly. It's to Carey. We're here for Kia. Movement that expires. Carey goes back to the, his own goal square. Charlie Fryer. Just a little bit of the footy early as well. It's going to come grandstand side again. Short Voss. Again, a lot of space for Casey Voss. They just can't allow him to get the too much uncontested possession because he will absolutely chop you up as he did North Adelaide just a fortnight ago. Kicks towards Wrench, goes over his head. Nice half volley from Donnelly. 
little handball to Panos. Around the corner, Ling tried to half volley it as well. Voss to Carey. Now they've turned it over. Kennelly to Low. He tried to find his teammate in Robinson, but the handball was a little short, allowed Dagan to lay a tackle. We'll have a, a ball up. And it was Jake Creswell, not Robinson. A couple of new players for Norwood that I haven't seen before, uh, men's. That's got to be holding the ball, and it is. Advantage paid as well as Norwood launches inside 50. Here comes Robinson. He went to ground. He's in trouble here now. He's going to be pinged holding the ball. Umpire let him off. He said, give it to me. So I know it's muddy conditions, but you've got to keep your feet there, men's. Yeah, you absolutely have to. It's tough conditions out there, but makes a difference at the end of the day. Tealy trying to get a kick away. It sort of wobbled off the boot. It was half smothered. Brody Carroll did well. And, of course, the throw-in about 50 metres around. Right on the paint of 50 in the left left half forward for Norwood. Pierce Seymour leading the possessions on the ground uh, with seven. That's thanks to Budget Car and Trot Rental get on the road faster with 13, 27, 27 for Sturr, Dakin and Voss both up to six disposals. 18 minutes gone in the first term. One, one apiece on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game and we'll have another ball up. We are here for Kia. Movement that inspires. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. Boyd, big tap. Low, trying to handball to Panos. That was uh, smacked down. Ball came out to Declan Hamilton. Just lobs it up to the top of the square. McLean was coming, almost got the mark. Robinson's tackled and the umpire will come in and ball it up. We're about 25 out from Norwood's goal. Deep in that forward, left forward pocket. Only about five metres in from the boundary. Yeah, they've even up the inside 50 count too, 10 to 8 now. Baden low, great smother from Tearley. McFadgen handballed out in front of Battersby, but it's all Norwood here. Kennelly dodged around the tackle of Brewer and then just chipped it up for Stockdale, and he's taken the mark. Yeah, it was really nicely done by Kennelly, not to blaze away. I think it's Ling who he's found. Yeah, it is Ling's. Who will have to kick from 53, 54 out. So it might be just beyond his journey in these distance, in these conditions. But he is a good kick. He does have a long left foot as he looks to pass inside 50. McLean takes almost. Took the grab. I thought he had enough of it. Balls on the deck. Cert have numbers. Carruthers just handled. And out into space. But again, they've turned it over. Here's Link. He got up from none. Dodges around a couple. Now has a shot from 46 metres offline. Minus score. Oh, that was some nice candy there. That would have been our inspirational moment, thanks to Burbank Homes, inspiring designs and personal service. Matthew Lang steps inside a couple there. It would have been a team-lifting goal as well, but what he does do is he puts the red legs in front. 1-2 plays 1-1. One, one. Kick back into play. Edmonds juggles a mark in front of Panos. Luke Edmonds, short. Page. This is the double blues way. They'll chip the ball around the back line. They want to come down the corridor. Page's kick to Wilson was fantastic. Gave the handball to Carruthers. Has a bounce. Short kick inside 50. Richards on the half volley was very nice. Then snapped a beautiful goal. James Richards. Sturt go to two goals. One, Norwood. One goal, two. Balfour's scoreboard. 
That is the play of the quarter, thanks to Home Start Finance. That whole play there from Sturr to be able to move the ball from realistically 30 metres out from their defensive goal. They went down the middle of the ground, really daring kick, and Paddy Wilson was there, took the mark, gave the overlap handball. Carruthers through the middle, takes a nice bounce and a strong finish. They can absolutely punish you here at Wigan Oval with the double blues if you allow someone back through the middle just a little bit too much space and Paddy Wilson got that on that occasion. Very good run from Carruthers. Stream through the middle of the ground and the pickup from Richards was just as good. The muddy Burley picked it up cleanly. Boyd won the tap easily. Little toe poke from Rokar. Bogle round the corner through the hands of McLean. Coming through lock, tried to take it with him. Now lays a tackle. Here's Voss. Amble back to Page. Back to Voss. That's eight for Voss now. And he's kicked it to Ling. So a skill error. To the outside run of Rokar. To McLean inside 50. Takes the mark. 45 out. On about a 45 degree angle. In the end, he's probably going to kick from 49 metres. There's a beautiful kick from Nick Rokar, who is our heavy lifter at the moment, thanks to Kona Cranes and D-May hooked on safety. Nick Rokar doing all the hard work, two clearances, three tackles, and the seven disposals thus far. Finds Connor McLean inside 50. This is a great matchup, Bonds, that we're seeing today. Will Coombe has been super for Sturt down back. Connor McLean looking very dangerous as well up forward on him as well. Made pretty good contacts. It's land in the goal square and fourth through for a minor score. And they go to one goal, three, Norwood. Sturt, two goals, one on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Almost 23 minutes gone in the first term. Casey Voss uses every bit of his 15 metres and kicks towards Doyle on the wing. Steve Slimming, his first touch for the day, might have been taken high. Umpire said, give it to me. Yeah, again, letting the play go here, which I don't mind seeing the crowd in front of us not loving it, but... Uh, been good. It has been very good so far. Doyle to Wilson. He threw it. Boyd took the ball and kicked it straight down the throat of McFadgen. Started well too, men's. He has really well. He's one that they've got to look out for Voss and McFadgen across that halfback line for different reasons, but uh, they really do have an impact down there. Connor McFadgen. Sounds like he should be in a boy band. But he's out here at half-back for Sturt. Short kick from Frederick. Found tier, uh, shoot. Shoot at half-back. He's going to kick down this grandstand side. Gribble flew at the front. Marty Frederick came streaming past. Slimming. Got it forward. James Richards takes the mark. A bit of confidence after that last goal. Good kick in the pocket to Frederick. He's just going to run on into an open goal. Fake the handball. The oh. kick was smothered. Outstanding work on the line by the Norwood defender. I'm just trying to pick up who that was. Might have been Alec Wright. No, it wasn't Alec Wright. It Jake was Jake Creswell. Creswell. was. It was Jake Creswell. And that is heavy lifter stuff as well, thanks to Conor Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety. That is a massive smother in a certain goal from Frederick. Instead, Norwood get the ball, kick it back out. Still going to bring it back inside 50, though. Gribble at the front. Good spoil from Hurd. Goes again with a second spoil, Hurd. Bogle over the footy. Tackle by Battersby. That should have been dropping the ball. Play on, said the umpire. And now Rokar's caught one high from Josh Shute, and he'll get the free kick at half back. 
Yeah. Sleming's gone down behind play too. Yeah, the Sturt fans in front of us are, are right at the moment. They are 5-2 to the free kick count at the moment against them. So not happy as you can hear the boos come from the grandstand right now. So Corey Stockdale. Corey Stockdale has uh, put Slimming down behind the plate. We're getting some advice from the Sturt fans in front of us, men's. <laughs> They're not very happy. There's a bit of push and shove. We'll just stay with this for a little while. It looks like they're all sort of making their way apart from each other. But a bit of fire in this game at quarter time. Bit of feeling. Sturt have the lead. 2-2-14. Nord 1-3-9. Back for the second quarter action. This is the home of sport, SENSA. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Welcome back to Wigan Oval. Quarter time here. The Double Blues lead at 2-2-14. Norwood 1-3-9. Paul Bonza with Dan Menzel. Men's, uh, let's have a look at some stats at quarter time for budget. Car and truck rental get on the road faster. 13-27-27. Yeah, look, uh, it's pretty even. And Norwood, I think, will be happy with how they work their way into this first quarter. They lead the clearances 10-7. The tackle 16 to 13 is pretty even game. They've allowed 25 marks to just the 16. That's what we know Sturt likes to do. So 25 marks. But the inside 50 count, which was uh, in Sturt's favour early days by five or six, evened up to be 13 to 12 in Sturt's favour as the quarter went on. So some players that have been really good. The player of the quarter, thanks to Homestart Finance, was Casey Voss. He's had the nine disposals. He's leading all possession getters on the ground. Just too much space for Voss at the moment that Norwood will want to be careful with because we know how damaging he can be but Nick Rokar's up to eight he's been very good Ling is at seven for Norwood Seymour's at the seven as well and Carruthers has done a couple of really nice things for the double blues with his seven disposals as well two quarter time the goals Panos with one and for the double blues Richards and Wrench are both of the other goal kickers in this game so reasonably even first quarter here Bonds which is why we've only got a five point margin to the double blues at quarter time no real breeze to speak of as well, so you can kick goals at both ends as, as we saw in that quarter. But Casey Voss, we, 34, last time we saw him, which was here two weeks ago, 34 disposals and a goal, and he started exactly in exactly the same fashion. He's an absolute star of this league. He is. He's really had a good couple of seasons and, again, putting together another really strong year. And the nine touches to court time, they're going to, be have, to ke- they're going to have to be aware of him and wary that he's going to hurt them with his ball movement across the half-back flank. Just around the grounds, the quarter-time scores between Glenelg and Centrals. Glenelg lead five straight 30 to Centrals 3-1-19. And North Adelaide off to a really fast start. 6-3-39 lead the Crows 1-3-9. So potentially an upset brewing there. Bonds a five-goal lead for the Roosters heading into quarter-time at Prospect. Around the grounds for Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Umpire holds the ball in the air. Start of the second quarter for home start finance. It's a five-point lead to the home team. Doyle got up high, won the tap. Tealy's running onto the footy. Kenley pushed him in the back. Panos tried to go off the ground. Doyle tried to feed the handball to McFadgen. That went behind him. He went again, McFadgen, looped it up, intercepting transfer back to Boyd. Now Rokar outside of the boot looking for Tramper. He's marked it outside of 50. Left half forward, goes short inside and finds Declan Hamilton. So he'll go back and have a set shot. Yeah, they started the second term well. The red legs, like we said, they've worked their way into the game. They're running in numbers really well. So their pressure around the contest has been good. But we know there's not going to be a lot of clean footy today. So by getting over to the contest and supporting each other, they're able to use each other by hand. And Declan Hamilton... 
has a shot here from, it'll be about 45 out, a tough angle. Runs around a fraction, makes pretty good contact and has kicked the goal. Nice finish in his 100th game. Gets on the board, does Declan Hamilton. And Norwood hit the front there, 2-3. Sturt are 2-2 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. It's a really nice finish from Declan Hamilton. That's a, a real chance to be the goal of the day. It probably is the one so far. Bonds from that pocket. I mean, not a lot of wind today, but still tough kick from there. He opened the angle up slightly and beautiful kick. And we touched on it. You've got to take your chances here today at Wigan Oval. And that's a, a nice finish to put the red legs in front. It's going to be close all day, I reckon. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Great game of footy on your home of sport, SENSA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. Ball back in the middle. Sermon in the ruck against Doyle. Doyle won it down. Going off the ground was Matty Nunn. Running onto the footy, Kennelly went off the ground. Hamilton tapped it forward to Boyd. The big ruckman bent down, picked it up. Handball back to Rokar. Rokar launches inside 50. McLean on the lead. Got hands to it. Recovered pretty well. His kick is high to the top of the goal square. Coombless underneath. Strong grab. Will Coombless wants to come up in the middle of the ground. Finds Wilson. Jeez, that was a good kick. It was. It's almost when you see Paddy Wilson in just a metre of space kicking the ball because something usually happens as we see here. A beautiful kick down the line and great grab as well. Hamble comes to Casey Voss, hits Hone on a lead. That's great footy double blues from one end of the ground to the other. And Josh Hone will have a set shot from about 48 metres on a bit more than a 45-degree angle. It's a clinical bit of ball movement from the double blues there. And again, no surprise, Paddy Wilson and Casey Voss are involved in that play. Voss running, gets the overlap handball. No one really anywhere near him and... He's able to lace out Josh Hone, who is currently second in the Ken Farmer medal with the 24 majors this year. So, been a big reason why Sturt's offense has improved this season and he'll line up for his first from around about 50 metres out and a tough angle. He's gone back a long way. Little stutter step. Crosses 50 to Josh Hone. And it's offline. Misses to the right-hand side. Minor score. Ties it up at 2-3 apiece on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Seymour kicking duties, goes to the outer side. Panos and Frederick in a battle. Stockdale's there as well for Norwood, and the ball goes out of bounds. We'll have a throw in 60 around from Sturt's goal. In fact, the umpire said it was handballed out, so Stockdale will get the free kick. Yeah, the free kick number 6-2 in Norwood's favour, so the uh, double fans here not uh, loving the free kick so far. Kick down the line. Good mark. Is that Sermon in the middle of that pack? It is Luke Sermon. His friends call him the Sermonator. Do they? I don't know. Just made that up. <laughs> Jack Hurd kicks up forward. And Robinson got a hand on it before it went out of bounds. We'll have a throw in about 60 around from Sturt's goal. Hey, some great signs for the Red Legs, though, early in their second term. As we said, they are running in numbers. They're supporting and... If you were watching this game uh, via TV, you would see the next player or next number in as Norwood player. So that's what they lacked in the first half of this season is they just couldn't cover the ground as well as the opposition. But we're seeing it today. And again, around contest, a lot of numbers are able to use each other as they have from this clearance. None. Hamble's back to Ling. 
Kicks into the forward pockets, close to the boundary line. Coombless intercept mark. Plays on quickly, short kick, Frederick. Still inside his defensive 50. See something he likes. It's the lead of Wrench. Strong hands from him, short to Wilson. So There's often the link man, isn't he? Meter of separation again, that's all he needs. Frederick ran from the back pocket to get the handball from Wilson. Kicks to Ollie Gribble at half forward. There's some holding, much to the delight of the Sturt fans. I've got a free kick. Ollie Gribble, 55 out in these uh, heavy conditions, probably just beyond him. So he lobs it up high to the top of the square. Where's Burrows in front? The spoil came from behind. Tranfer front and centre, first one at the footy. Wrapped up by Tierley. Umpire hovering. Going to ping him here, I reckon he is. So Joel Tierley will get the free kick. He's about 40 metres out on about a 15-degree angle. A little bit stiff there, did you think? Just a fraction. Yeah. Did go to ground, though. Did go to ground. That's what cost the Nord play there. And a good tackle from Tierley. And he'll have a shot to put the double blues back in front. Again, we mentioned Paddy Wilson involved. Again, the link man there. Only needs a metre of separation. All class. Joel Tierley. Set shot from 40 metres. Makes just slides to the left. Made good contact with the footy, but uh, minor score puts the double blues in front. They go to 2 4 to 2 3 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. So, Will Kumlis, our heavy lifter, thanks to Kona Cranes and Dime, hooked on safety. His two intercept marks deep inside their defensive 50 has resulted in shots at goal for the double blues at the other end. So, the link man setting up the play. Paddy Wilson's been involved as well, but Will Kumlis, strong down back, really helping their ball movement at the moment. Voss intercept mark to the lead of Hone. Speaking of a player helping their ball movement at the moment, Casey Voss. He's laced out Josh Hone now twice in the matter of minutes inside 50. Finding a lot of the footy and a lot of uncontested footy at the moment, Casey Boss, which is very alarming for the Newell coaching box. He's leading all possession getters on the ground at the moment. 11 touches so far, seven minutes through the second quarter. Damaging signs for the Red Legs. Those stats for budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster, 13, 27, 27. It's Josh Hone taking a lot of time to have set shots these days, Haney. Little starter step. Kicks from 50. Going to land in the goal square. Boyd went with the spoil and missed it. Burrows, quick hands to Slimming. Back towards James Richards. Back to Wilson. His snapshot is close to going out on the full. And it does go out on the full. Free kick to Norwood. Donnelly in the back pocket. Yeah, Hone took a long time to kick both those kicks. He won't be happy with either of them. He could have made the distance, but certainly didn't get the purchase he was after. And... Has, uh, has been kicking them to start the season. That's why he's kicked the 24 this season, but just struggled uh, a couple of shots of goal early in this game. So kick down the line. Sturt going to go forward again. Frederick gave the handball to Slimming. Slimming wobbles one. It's an absolute sack. And take a very nice mark, Pierce Seymour. Goes short. Not sure if that's required. Umpire said it went 15.1 metres to Matt Nunn. So you mentioned Slimming there in this reverse fixture uh, when Norwood hosted Sturt back in round two. Steve Slimming kicked five goals that night from the wing. So something that I'm not sure we'll see again from a wingman or from himself. We did see Matt Allen then kick six only a few weeks ago, but um, an incredible night out for Steve Slimming that game. Kick down the wing. 
Balls on the deck. Batters beat. Hands and knees stuff. And the umpire will come in and ball it up. So we go around the grounds thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Centrals have taken the lead. Wow. At Strata Rama Stadium. 5-3-33 to 5 straight. 30 against Glenelg and North Adelaide. Those scores remain the same as quarter time. 39 to 9. Uh, 30-point lead for the Roosters over the Crows. It's been a sort of handball back and forward. Intercept, then back to the other team. And in the end, Battersby launches it inside 50. Norwood have some numbers here. Donnelly was good to Morris. And then the kick to half-back, Declan Hamilton. He's got Bogle inside. Sees him in the corridor. Fakes the handball. Now gives it. The kick from Alec Wright. Inside forward 50. Baden Lowe couldn't take the mark. And the ball's on the deck. The umpire will come in and ball it up. I think I called uh, right there. It was actually Creswell again. So the ball up inside Nord's 50. Brewer's going to kick it out of there towards the wing. Surf fans wanted to push in the back. They want another one here as Donnelly is wrapped up. Wrench and the ball's going nowhere. We'll have a ball up right in front of your SENSA commentary position. Really fierce contest we have here at the moment. Both teams the 19 tackles apiece. As we see Sturr, a free kick, a touch high there from Bogle. And uh, they'll be going the way of Dakin, who will launch the ball inside 50 for the double blues. Ten and a half minutes gone in the second term. Double blues lead it by a point on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's half for the game. That went straight up in the air, about 25 metres. Wrench came, tried to take the mark. Rokar did well. Hamble back to Connolly, wrapped up by Brewer. We should have another stoppage just outside forward 50. We're here for Kia, Movement That Inspires. Hope you're enjoying the call on SENSA, your home of the sample. Amos Doyle got the tap down. Bogle, quick kicks, been marked by Frederick. It's been quite good, Amos Doyle, today. He's taken on Harry Boyd, who has been the state ruckman the last couple of years. 12 to 10, the hit out so far today. So Doyle certainly holding his own against Harry Boyd. No, taken by Alec Wright, just outside from the goal square. He went short to Morris. Sammy Morris in the back pocket. Kicks to the outer side. Now it's going to come back in quickly from the quick kick from Wrench. Burrows, hands and knees. Brewer, flash pass. Just forgot to take the footy with him. It was kicked, picked up by Morris and kicked into the middle of the ground. Doyle did well, the big fella. Lobbed it back high inside 50. Gribble underneath it. Slimming's there as well. Gribble handball out to Carruthers. Carruthers tried the forward handball to Burrows. Over his head. No one there but Kennelly. Wrapped up by Carruthers. Good tackle. And the ball's going nowhere. We'll have a ball up. 15 metres out from Sturt's goal. 12 minutes gone. Second term. They lead by a point. Ruckman do battle. Kennelly trying to keep his feet and steal the footy out of there. Dragged to the ground by Burrows and we'll have another stoppage. Double Blue's got a really nice setup behind the ball here with the Ruckman Doyle sitting back spare. Also Frederick in a little bit of space as well. So really well set up to keep the ball inside there. Forward 50 here or repel it if it comes out like it has now. The ball does come out but Guy Page takes the intercept mark. He's read it better than Rokart. 
Just wants something short. And goes to Casey Voss, who has to stick a mid out and take a one-hander. Plays just stopped all players in one half of the ground. They're almost all inside the forward 50. Kick inside has been marked by Sermon. Nice intercept mark. Kenley provides a lead for him. He honours that. Kenley will now come down his broadcast side. Stockdale crunched by Coomless. Corey Stockdale straight up. Tough as nails. Well done by Will Coomless. Yeah, really well done by Coomless to come across and help. He's having a really good season, Will Coomless. He didn't play in that game against Glenelg a few weeks ago when they lost by 105 points. So it shows the value he is to this double blues back line. Hasn't lost a game, Will Coomless, this year. <laughs> That's a great point, Bonds. <laughs> two four plays two three. 14 minutes gone in the second term. From that ball up. Kenley tried to handle over the top of Carruthers. He got up there and volleyball spiked it back. Now the kick comes inside 50 for the double blues. Running out fast, Burrows in front of Pierce Seymour. Now Burrows lays a tackle on Seymour. Panos trying to tap it forward. It's scrappy stuff. And looks like we'll get another stoppage here. Maybe go around the grounds, men's, for uh, Morris Finance. As we do, Adelaide's kicked a goal in the second quarter. So they're four goals behind the Roosters there, 39 to 15. And we'll go to the Bay to Stratorama Stadium. Glenelg back in front. Six straight there, Bonds. No right. behinds yet for the base. 36 to Entrals 5-4-34. The ball up. Nord will get the clearance. Bogle wobbles it towards half forward. Hamilton and Voss. Lockers there as well for Nord. Got a bad bounce coming through Richards. Some yep. holding scene. And yep. Definitely, Lock will definitely get the there. Free kick. Definitely there. Nord again spreading really well here. They got numbers out again. If they want to go with speed, they give the handball, the overlap to Pierce Simmer, who launches inside 50. McLean. Sturt have plenty of players here under the footy. Almost Robinson went out the back door towards goal, and he's on the deck. And the umpire's pinged him holding the ball. So it might have been Tran for under there, but Carruthers has got the free kick for the double blues. Left back pocket. Goes short to Wilson. Wilson will use the footy well and does. Finds Guy Page. I'm going to take you around the grounds as well. Thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. We'll go to the AFL bonds as well. Yes. Your Hawks, unfortunately, getting pants by the Carlton Blues. 14-10-94 to the Blues. 6-9-45 to the Hawks. That's horrible. And Melbourne have just started against GWS. They're three points up at TIO Stadium up in Darwin. Up in Darwin, yes. Yeah. So... Be interesting to see the conditions up there in that matchup. Be warmer than here, I can guarantee that. Voss <laughs> has the footy again, puts it to half forward. Burroughs is competing well, but not getting his hands on the footy a lot. Creswell got the handball to Kennelly, kicks to half forward. Great contested mark. That's what Intercept he does. mark from McFadgen. So well. He's, him and Coomless do that so well for this team and Voss at times as well. And they use the ball so well as well. We should see on this occasion here, although he's dropped over the line, he's just gone over the line, so Norwood will be able to bring the ball back in on the outer wing. Inspirational moment for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service. We'll give that to Connor McFadgen. Casey Voss again gets a kick forward. Richards. Takes an uncontested mark. Seymour let him run to the footy. Richards wants to square it, but it's a horrible kick. It's gone straight to Brody Carroll. Uh, look, the Sturt fans in front of us aren't happy, but that's the way they're really damaging Sturt. When they bring the ball back inside, it was just a bad kick. It come off the inside of the boot. He had no momentum, but that's what is proving really uh, important today is that dangerous ball movement. 
Luke Edmund kicks to Gribble, who takes a nice contested mark in front of Pierce Seymour. Holy Gribble in front of the fans and the electronic scoreboard on the outer side. Kicks to Pat Wilson at 50. Now Morris for Nord. Got the handball to Ling. Ling touches the ball on the ground and wobbles the kick. And it wobbled straight to Brewer. Brewer, he's got a lead of Slimming and honours that on the mark. Slimming short to Burrows. Good work. Burrows takes the mark. About 30 metres out. Tight angle, about 48 degrees. Yeah, just disappointing decision there from Matt Lang to touch the ball on the ground. As we've mentioned a few times, Norwood's actually spreading away from the clearance better than the double blues are in this game. And Ling got the ball on the outside. They cleared the clearance and the congestion, and he could have kept running and used his numbers. They had touched the ball on the ground, which invited that pressure and hacked the kick forward, intercept mark for the double blues. And they'll have a shot here from about 35 metres out on a reasonably tough angle. Absolutely no breeze here today, though, at Wigan Oval. So a good kick here straight through, and Lockie Burrows will be able to put the double blues seven points clear. Normally uh, a reasonably reliable set shot for goal. I've just put the mockers on him. He's missed that to the right. Minor score. Two goals, five plays, two goals, three on the Balfour's scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for Kia Movement That Inspires. Paul Wanza, Dan Menzel with you. Seymour. We'll kick in to the outer side. Casey Voss in the spot. He, he just had his name all over yep. that, Casey yep. Voss. And takes the mark. Puts it back to the top of the square. Burrows runs onto it. Excellent kick from Casey Voss. Talk about doing some heavy lifting for Kona Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety. Casey Voss. Yeah, it is. He's, he's playing a really good game. That's his seventh mark. He's up to 15 disposals now. It's interesting. Pierce Seymour brought the ball back in. He's got the kicking duties for Norwood today. He is the second highest possession get on the ground with 13 and I was literally about to say he's only trailing Casey Voss and he kicks the ball straight to Casey Voss who as we know he kicks the ball so well inside 50. He's probably the best inside 50 kick in the comp and he's hit Josh Hone a couple of times today yep. and again we see that again and now still have a shot for goal. Burrows from 30 metres has sprayed this one as well. Another minor score misses to the right. 2-6 plays 2-3. So the only thing that Voss would be disappointed in, he probably should have three or four goal assists today. Instead, he has zero because Hones missed a couple and Burrows then missed as well. So they're not finishing off of uh, Casey Voss's really good ball use inside 50. And stats for budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster. 13-27-27. Here he is again. He's taking another intercept mark, Casey Voss. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's time to put someone on him. You've got to clamp him now. We, he had 34 last game. Look at him kick the ball inside 50 again. It's a flat kick. Goes over the head of Burrows. Ends up with Jack Hurd. Burrows might have caught one in the back of the melon there. It's a, it's a little hand up, but the ball's gone out of bounds on the outer side. About 53 metres around from the double blues goal. Kicks so it's time, 20 minutes into the second area, it's time to put a defensive forward onto Casey Voss. He's got an opponent uh, in transfer who's near him, but it's definitely not a hard clamp or anything like that. At the no. moment, Voss is up to 16. He is really damaging across that halfback line. It's fun to watch him. It is. <laughs> it's really good to watch. It is. Uh, we mentioned it last time we were here, Bonds, a fortnight ago. It's another good day for the Voss family. Carlton up by 49 points late into the last quarter of the MCG over the Hawks. So Michael Voss will get a good win. And 
going well for Casey so far today. Brewer picked the ball up, wobbled it towards the goals, and it bounced out of bounds. Will be a last possession free kick to Norwood Jack Hurd. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. Bonds and men's with you. Won't be a long quarter in this no. second term because we've only seen the one major registered from the Red Legs. The double blues four behind, so certainly haven't taken their chances in this second term. And staggeringly now, they're up to 28 to 17 inside 50, so they haven't been able to put the score on the board in this second quarter. Well, the kick out of defence, surprisingly, was not marked by Voss, but a kick back inside has been marked by James Richards. I reckon that was Dakin who got on the boot quickly. And James Richards has marked it again. A long shot. He'll kick from probably right on 50. Only on about a 10-degree angle. Not much angle to speak of. It's normally a thumping kick, James Richards. It's important that he finishes his work here because we mentioned how they've had a lot of the play. 13 inside 50s in this term for the double blues to the five for Norwood. Yet, I haven't registered a major. So it's important that for all their work, they finally get a goal on the board. Kicks from 50 and will get the distance just, but again, a minor score. 2-7 plays 2-3 on the Balfour scoreboard. It's five behinds now for the double blues in this second term. It's one you just feel could come back to bite them if they don't take their chances. We talked about that against North Adelaide a fortnight ago. And no real breeze to speak of here. There's a change of plans. Nor would come this grandstand side. Rokar kicked around the corner. Carey handled over his head. Robinson back to Rokar. Good handball. Kicks to half forward. Edmonds underneath it. Tramper read the scrap. Sermon handled out in front of Matty Nunn. He runs inside 50. Uses the eyes. Kicks it up to Creswell and he kicks the goal. Well, that come from nowhere. The ball's been down its end all quarter. And Norwood changed their plan, come the grandstand side, and men's results in an easy goal for yeah. Jake Creswell. Absolutely. They've been touching on it the last two or three minutes, Bond. So if you don't put the score on the board when you have the opportunities, it's really going to hurt you. 14 inside 50s to six now in this second term. In Sturt's favour, double blues have kicked five behinds. Norwood have kicked two straight, 12. So taking their opportunities. Really well done by Matty Nunn there not to blaze away as well and have a shot. He used his teammate over the top to guarantee a certain goal and we, we mentioned it. Norwood actually spreading really well from contest so they're able to get out and kick these goals and they have a two-point lead thanks to Balfour's for the game. Matty Nunn was good there. He could have blazed away but showed some composure. Wilson gets the clearance out of the middle. Got a good shepherd from his ruckman Doyle. Puts it inside forward 50. Jack Hurd trying to feed the footy out, but he was jumped on by Wrench, and that probably hurt most people when you jumped on by <laughs> Big Wrench. We'll have a ball up 40 metres out, straight in front. Boyd, clean tap. Battersby tried to steal it. Brewer got the handball back to Dakin. High kick into the pocket. Home running towards this one. Comes off hands. Alec Wright, handball over the top to Kennelly. Siren sounds. Well, a late goal to Norwood, taking advantage. And they go into halftime with a two-point lead. 3-3-21, Norwood. Sturt, two goals, 7-19. And we'll be back here at Wigan Oval very shortly. This is the sample on your home of sport.
SENSA. Plus proprietary limit. Check the PBS and TND at hostplus.com.au. Welcome back to Wigan Oval. It's half time here and Norwood have a two-point lead. 3-3-21 to Sturt 2-7-19. This is the halftime show for Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And for Homestart Finance, get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. Paul Bonter, Dan Menzel with you. Men's, um, let's have a look at some stats first for budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster, 13-27-27. Yeah, let's have a look at some of the match stats to start. And uh, this game here at Wigan Oval, we know that Sturt like to mark the ball. They're leading the marks 52 to 30. So they want to control the game, be able to build up the tempo. They're doing that pretty well so far. The tackle's really even, 27 to 26. The clearances, Norwood have started to get on top. They lead 17 to 13 at halftime. But it's the inside 50s for mine, Bonds, that is interesting. 30 to 18 in Sturt's favour. We mentioned it throughout that quarter that in that term, the double blues had the 16 inside 50s in comparison to Norwood's six, yet they did not kick a goal, Norwood kicked a two. So that could prove pivotal and dangerous for the double blues come the second half without, as they have not taken their chances. Uh, some of the best players to half time, well, Casey Voss, he has had the 16 touches to half time. Incredible. I think if Norwood are going to win this game, they've got to try and do something about him and at least put someone close to him because... He uses the ball far too well inside 50, and we've seen he's delivered the ball inside 50 on four or five occasions where he's hit teammates. They just haven't been able to finish the work. Pierce Seymour's been really good with 14 disposals. Rokar has started to work his way into this competition this year. He's got 13. Bogle's been good with 12, and Dakin and Wilson had the 12 apiece as well. So pretty even when it comes to the stats. The Double Blues had a fair bit more of the ball inside their half in that quarter. But uh, as we mentioned throughout the quarter, the Double Blues kicked the five behinds to Norwood two straight, and that was the difference in the second term. Yeah, it could be costly. A heavy lifter for Kona Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety. Yeah, it's Will Coomless to halftime. A couple of super intercept marks, and what happened off the back of that is the double blues are able to get their damaging ball movement going. They shift the ball offline, and they use the angles really well, and shots at goal have related in, in scores because of that hard work that Will Coomless is doing down back. Is there an inspirational moment for Burbank Holmes' inspiring design and personal service. Yeah, I think that the inspirational moment for mine is Norwood leading into half-time is getting something out of nothing. They held up for a long time. Their defenders will be really pleased with how they held up. And then out of nowhere, they surge the ball forward. Matty Nunn gets the ball inside 50, finds a teammate, they kick a goal. That's inspiring. That's team lifting leading into half-time for the Redlegs. All right, let's see if he goes on a toes there back in the studio and let's have a look at the goal of the day. The the goal of the game for Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Oh, maybe about a 5 out of 10 there, men's ringer back in the studio. Bit of button fatigue. Um, we'll give her another chance. But uh, the goal of the day, I think it has to be Declan Hamilton's finish from the was great kick. far side. 45 metres out, tough angle again. In these conditions, a bit like the Dan Houston goal, which was incredible last night. It's hard to kick the ball 50 in these conditions. Super finish from Declan Hamilton. All right, let's uh, have a look at the scoreboard. No matter your club colours, Balfour's are for the game. Norwood lead it at halftime by two points, 3-3-21, Sturt 2-7-19. And, uh, men, let's go around the grounds thanks to Morris Finance. Success together. 
Yeah, we will. We'll go around the ground. Some good footy underway and halftime as well at Stradorama Stadium. Glenelg, a really good finish to that second term. They lead the Bulldogs 9-3-57 to 5-6-36. So 21-point lead for the Bays over the Dogs there at home. And we'll go to Prospect Oval. The Crows have made a game of this one. North Adelaide, who kicked six majors in the first quarter, they lead 7-3-45 to Adelaide 4-6-30. So the Crows were down by six goals at one stage there. So they brought it back to 15 points at half time. So we have a game on our hands there at Prospect Oval, as we do here at Wigan Oval at halftime. It's going to be a tight one. Whoever can get on top in that uh, second half, we're about to find out. And the Mini League having an absolute ball running around in the muddy conditions in the forward line. And uh, everyone else having a kick and a catch as well. Um, we'll be back here for the second half very, very shortly with Norwood leading by two points at halftime. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Oh, inside 50 and Wrench has taken the mark. He'll go back and have a set shot only about 20 metres out on a 45-degree angle. Actually, he's put the first one through. So an early goal to the double blues. We haven't even gone a minute. Stolen again by Hamilton. Gives to Panos. Panos, 35 metres out. Doesn't miss these. Matty Panos gets the first one on the board for Norwood. Richards on the half volley was very nice. Then snapped a beautiful goal. And Declan Hamilton has a shot here from it'll be about 45 out on a tough angle. Runs around a fraction, makes pretty good contact and has kicked the goal. Kicks it up to Creswell and he kicks the goal. Well, that come from nowhere. The ball's been down sets end all quarter. Welcome back to Wigan Oval. Three-point lead to Nor... Sorry, two-point lead to Nord at halftime. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. Menzel, sweet... We noted that Sturt wasted some opportunities there. They, if they get chances this quarter, they've just got to kick goals, don't they? Yeah, they certainly do. And I'd be interested to see what Marty Matner's message is at halftime because if we take you back a fortnight ago, which is that last game, they had the bye last weekend. The score at halftime in that game was Sturt 2-6-18. They're currently 2-7-19 to North Adelaide 3-5-23. So it's almost a carbon copy. And uh, the message was to really take the game on. They had a win that day, but... They had a nice win they were kicking with, but it was to take the game on and go back through the corridor. And they kicked six goals in that third term. So I expect to see some attacking, free-flowing ball movement in this third quarter from the Double Blues. If in order to win this, you mentioned a couple of times about putting clamps on Casey Voss. Do they do that? Yeah, I think you have to. And who, go, and who goes to him? Uh, look, it's it's a job for maybe one of the lesser likes for mine. They, they need their better players who are playing pretty well. Like Panos has had a little bit... A little bit of it today. Rokar's been good. Nunn's starting to get involved. Um, it depends whether they want to play Nunn up forward on him. That's an option. But otherwise, you've got your transfers. You've got these sort of guys. Declan that, Hamilton? Has Declan a, has Hamilton, certainly. Do it. The only thing I'd say is they might see Declan as one of their only goal-kicking opportunities. Yes. I mean, who knows? Maybe you put Bain and Lowe on him and go, okay. hey, mate, you go to him, but you are going to absolutely kill him on the, on the other end and kick a couple of goals because we know that you can do that. So that is a possibility. The thing I have really liked about Norwood's game today, though, is their spread from contest to contest has been better than the Double Blues. They Something they got uh, knocked on early in the year and they really struggled with and they didn't look fit, but their mids today have looked much more damaging. They've got from contest to contest. Rokar has led the way in that area and if they're going to win the game, that's what we'll see much of in the second half from the Redlegs. Both play, uh, teams back out on the ground at the moment. I'm not sure what's going on over here. Oh, it might be the mini league taking some happy snaps. 
down uh, in the forward pocket. Um, yeah, look, I, I'd like... I just think Sturt had so much of the footy down their end in that quarter. I just, I've just got a feeling that it might hurt them. Yeah, it absolutely seems that way, and that's what happens in footies if you don't take your chances. And I think for Norwood as well, they're coming off two wins. They will be so up and about. Guys, if we knock off Sturt at their home ground... That's the second hardest trip to Glenelg in the yes. league. If we can do that today and get a win, we take on Glenelg next week at home. You never know what can happen. It will absolutely launch their season. If if the Red Legs are to get up today and they somehow beat Glenelg next week, you would back them in to play finals. So it is huge at the moment, the ramifications, this second half for them. And no doubt Twig Rollins will be talking about, boys, this is massive for us if we can get this one today. So let's make sure we keep doing much of the same. We're holding up really well down back. The double blues have had the 30 inside 50s and we've only conceded the two majors. So let's keep backing our game style in and we'll be able to get the win today. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. And uh, might just go around the ground. Yeah, around the for Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. So, so we'll start with the AFL. The Carlton Blues, uh, their season may be back on track. It seems like it'll be far too late for them, but... Off the back of a 10-goal win against the Gold Coast, they had the bye last week. They've come out with another 10-goal win today, knocking off the Hawks, your Hawks. 17-10, uh, 112 to 7-10-52. So the Blues putting together some really good footy. Melbourne taking on the GWS Giants. They lead uh, early in the second quarter. It's 1-goal 5-11 to 1-goal straight, the Giants 6. So up there at TIO Stadium in Darwin, so interesting conditions and... Bond's question for you. How yes. much is the question in this one? Optus Stadium today. West Coast take on St Kilda. So it's at home for the Eagles, but how much do the Saints win that game by today? They win by at least 10 goals. Yeah. The, so I'm, the, I'm thinking maybe 12 or 13. Yeah, I, I'm a bit the same. I think every week you think, okay, maybe West Coast will be better today, but it just is not happening just, for them. And It is incredible, really, that they've just completely lost all hope almost. They have, and today... It will be interesting because next weekend uh, they take on the Brisbane Lions at the Gabba. So that will be a bloodbath. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here as we go to the sample games today. There's three sample games on at the moment. All the games are at half time, and we'll start with Prospect Oval where North Adelaide jumped out the gates with six goals in the first quarter. They lead the Adelaide Crows. 7-3-45 to 4-6-30 at halftime. 15-point lead there, the Roosters. And Glenelg lead Central Districts 9-3-57 to 5-6-36. 21-point lead for the Bays over the Dogs at halftime. Players making their way to their positions. Second half just about to get underway for home start finance. Just keep an eye on uh, Casey Voss walking to, obviously, the halfback flank here. I'll see if anyone does. He's obviously going to have someone go to him or next to him, but we'll see whether there's a direct matchup or not here, Bonds, because he'd be brave to let him walk around on his own again in the second half. It does look like he, Voss is going towards Declan Hamilton, or is it Tranfer? No, he's going to... It is Tranfer that's gone to Voss. Well, that didn't work in the first half. I'm not sure it's going to work in the second. Yeah, you've got to pay more respect here as Voss tries to go to Declan Hamilton. Very interesting tactics from both teams. Underway. Nor to get the clearance. None to Rokar. He was thumped as he kicked it and kicked it straight to Charlie Fryer. Fryer had slimming on the outer wing. Thought about the handball to Frederick and decided to kick 
to Wrench on the lead. Wrench dropped an absolute sitter. And the ball come off hands and out of bounds. About 60 around from Sturt's go on the outer wing. Super spread from Stephen Slim in there to get on the outside. Norwood spread really well today, so it's up to the double boost to match him, which he did in that area. Let down by his teammate there with a, a dropped mark, but boundary throw in here and half full flank for the double blues. Trying to take it out the ruck was Doyle. Boyd laid the tackle, and the umpire said it was a throw, so well done by big Harry Boyd. Gave it to Jack Hurd, who was just walking past. Good grab. He's a strong grab. Sermon. He's done some heavy lifting today, thanks to Kona Cranes and D-May hooked on safety. Five clearances for Sermon today. He's leading that statistic on the ground and a really strong contested mark there too. They have the handball to Jack Hurd, who kicked it to half forward, and McFadgen, another intercept mark for him today. Yeah, it's his bread and butter, McFadgen, since he's come to the double blues this season. He does it every single week and he's up to the four marks so far today called to play on, goes back to the goal square where Will Kundlis was parked. And short to the lead of Paddy Wilson. Every player is man-on-man man at the moment on the ground, so one-on-one on one all over the ground. Wilson, short to the lead of Slimming, and on the half volley, handled back up to Wilson, dropped the footy, under pressure now, good tackle, comes out to none, none from 48 metres, has a long shot at goal, going back with the flight, Kundlis. Marks it half a metre inside the line. Ever reliable back there again, Will Coomless. Nice grab. None just didn't quite get the purchase he wanted again in a really muddy patch of the ground. It's really tough. He had that shot from 45 out. Just landed short on Coomless. He went short to Page, who's now going to bring it to this grandstand side. Big pack of players. Burrows was up in the middle of it. Brewer. He was tackled to ground. Close to the boundary line and we'll have a throw in. Centre wing, grandstand side. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. No win today here, Bonds, but it's probably harder to kick goals, as we mentioned at the start of the game, to the northern end, which Sturt found in that second quarter with the five behinds. A lot of mud up that end of the ground, so the double blues will be kicking to that in the last quarter. The throw in, Baden low, handball back to Ling. Hurried kick to half forward. Here's McFadgen again. Just had a little fumble that time. Hamilton tried to feed the handball out to none, intercepted by Tearley. Excellent gather from Wilson on the left shoe, kicks it inside, forward 50. Hone stayed on his feet. Morris fell over. Hone had a bounce, ran into an open goal and put the first one in the second half on the board for the double blues. But it all started from Pat Wilson's skill in the middle of the ground. Sturt go to three goals, seven. They hit the lead. The Red Legs at 3-3 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Yeah, it's an inspirational moment from Pat Wilson there. Thanks to Burbank Homes, inspiring designs and personal service. He just played dry weather footy in wet weather and horrible conditions it here. It just mud in the middle of the ground there, and he just trapped the ball. He didn't try and take it cleanly. He just trapped it really smart the way he did that. Got it to his advantage and then threw it on the left boot and anyone who's on Josh Hone one-on-one inside 50 when that ball hits the deck gets nervous and Josh Hone really nice finish. Four-point lead to the double blues now. In the middle Doyle got the tap down to Battersby and we'll have another ball up. And uh, Amos Doyle might have had a shower at halftime. <laughs> Looks a lot cleaner than uh, what he did before at halftime. Lock at centre-half forward for the red legs. Voss got the handball back to Page. Now Fryer sprints away. 
goes long to half forward. Hone and Morris. Morris was in a pretty good spot. Hone did well, backing back with the flight. Brewer picked up the footy, handball to Wilson. Great tackle from Nunn. Brings him down and we'll have a ball up. Good contest there between Hone and Morris. Morris, a good lockdown defender in this sample competition, and we know what Hone's done this season. Boyd got the tap sideways. Stack of players on the footy, and we should have another ball up here. We will. Batters be the last one up. Heavy conditions, but no rain today. Dakin. From that stoppage, a high kick towards Carruthers. Oh, party trick from Malachi Carruthers. Little one-hander. He's on 50. He's just pointing at the goal, saying, I've got this, guys. No worries. Done some really nice things today, Carruthers. Uh, a nice one-hander mark there. He's having a good impact on this game. He's, this is, will be his 10th disposal of the game. Kicks to a lead of Gribble in the pocket. Goes slightly over his head. Well done by Hurd. Put the handball up to Gok, who didn't take possession, and he was tackled, so he'll get the free kick. Boy Lock. I think I called him Gok. <laughs> you did mix it together there, <laughs> Goy Lock and Gok. Sorry, Lockie. Brody Carroll got it from him and went to Seymour. He went to Donnelly. He's got a loose player out the other side. It's Carroll. In fact, it's not Carroll. It's Ling. It's Ling in a bit of space. And he finds Morris back in board. They can get some overlap run here, the red legs. Just keeping possession of the footy. Morris kicks towards Hamilton. Big Ruckman Doyle spoiled it over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in next to the electronic scoreboard. Shows Sturt leading by four points on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. Good crowd in here today at Wigan Great Oval. Crowd. It's, I mean, two old rivals, aren't they, Bonds? Yep. The double blues and the red legs. On a Sunday, enjoying their sandful. Boy, big thump forward. Tranfer did well, kept his feet, knocked off the footy when he got his kick away. Richards, working hard, takes the mark at half back. The spread comes from Sturt. Kicks it out in front of Coombless and Boss. They're both on the wing here. Got held. Free kick every day of the week. Alec Wright just pulled Coombless down. It's silly, really. Goes short. Slimming. Hambles back to Battersby. Over the top to Carruthers. Flat kick towards Hone in the pocket. Got a big shove in the back from Morris. Morris is complaining, but pretty easy decision for the up men's. Yeah, it was. He, he probably put a little bit more on it too, Josh Home. But in saying that, the contact was there. And when you're defending a dangerous forwards, you do sometimes go the body far too much. And look, I love to see forwards get paid those free kicks because there's a lot of that are missed ones, I'll tell you that. And so <laughs> Josh Hone, heavy attention there. He's starting to look really dangerous. He missed a couple of shots in that second term. So he's come out in this third term to really prove a point. He's already kicked the one. We'll line up for, him for his second. On the wrong side for a right footer, however, so it will be a tough kick. Tight on the right forward pocket boundary. This is probably his hardest kick for the day, and knowing Josh Hone, he'll probably thread it. He'll come in from 30 metres. Tight angle. Kicks it out on the full. Yeah, really tough kick. Not just that, once having played here as well, that pocket yep. down there is very spongy, so it's hard to actually get good footing when you kick the ball and we saw that there with Hone there. Make good coffee down in that pocket. Jason from the spare room. 
That's about all that is Fine down work. in that pocket. That's good. <laughs> Casey Voss, another intercept mark. He's going to put it back inside 50. Wrench was there. Burroughs might have spoiled him. Wrench recovered really well. Slimming. Handball to Wilson. Snap kick around the corner. Hone is there. So is Burroughs. Burroughs from the impossible angle has kicked it out on the full as well. Same pocket as where Josh Hone did. That would have been goal of the year if he had to kick that. Almost impossible on the right foot to snap that one around. Nick Rokar brings it back into play, looking for Boyd down the line. Big fella working hard. Now Richards for Sturt, led with the head into Creswell, and the umpire said, give it to me. Good umpiring. Crowd getting a bit restless here at Wigan Oval. Boyd tapped it back to Marty Frederick, broke a tackle. Goes with the outside of the boot, into the pocket, wrench almost off hands, out of bounds. We'll have a throw in 10 metres around from the Double Blues goal, who are looking dangerous. They are looking dangerous, but again, we have mentioned a few times in this game that if you don't take your chances, it might come back to bite you. So 5-3, to three, leading the inside 50 count in this third term. 35-21 to 21 overall, the Double Blues, yet only the three goals on the board. Stats for budget, car and truck rental. Get on the road faster. 13-27-27. Steve Slimming has a flying shot from that stoppage. Hits the behind post, the left behind post, and we will, that means Nord will get the free kick. There's some nervous moans in front of us here from the Double Blues yes. fans. They know that the chances are there, but to only be leading by four points at this stage of the game, 10 minutes into the third quarter, it might come back to bite them. Donnelly thumps the ball out to the outer wing. McLean flew. And the ball comes off hands and goes out of bounds. Centre wing out of sight. Ten minutes gone in the third term. Four-point lead to the double blues. So we take you around the ground thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. The Crows are making a real game of it at Prospect Oval. That margin is nine points now. They've kicked the first goal of the third quarter. The Roosters lead by nine points in that one. Glenelg comfortably by 27 over the Dogs at the moment at the Bay. From the throw-in, none handball to Rokart. His kick down the line has been marked by, guess who? Casey Voss. Tramper right with him then on that one, but Voss just far too good. Flat kick to half forward. Harry Boyd had the footy, but the umpire said, we'll ball it up. A lot of stoppages today in these heavy conditions, as you expect this time of year. Now Slimming got it from Battersby, kicks into the pocket over Hone's head. Ball stuck in the mud. Got a back slimming. He ran on. He was under pressure. Just had to get the handball away. Norton doing well here. Rokar to Morris to right. And the kick out of the danger zone. Tramfer behind again. Casey Voss has the footy. And the umpire will ball it up. They lead the clearances by six today, Norwood. They've been really good around the contest. And been able to get first use. Harry Boyd obviously in there giving him first use as well. Doyle trying to handle up. His, that was smothered. Dakin. Tackle laid on him by Alec Wright. And again, with the ball, will be thrown up. Ball hasn't really moved. Boyd got the tap. And we'll get another stoppage here as Dunn's tackled to the ground. 11 and a half, almost 12 minutes gone in the third term. Double Blues lead it by four points. Amos to Wilson. He's tackled by Bogle. Let's do it again. 
So a couple of stats thanks to budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster. Call 13 27 27. For the Red Legs road car up to 18, Seymour has had the 17 disposals. For the double blues, we talked about Voss all day. He's had 10 marks and 19 disposals, the most on the ground. Paddy Wilson's starting to get busy with 15 touches as well. Boyd, clear tap taken by Carruthers. His kick went two metres back to Boyd. And again, Casey Voss, another intercept mark. 11 marks Tranfer. on the day, Bonds. I think six of them have been contested intercept marks, which is crazy. His kick went to Dakin on the lead, Hone. Hone ran straight up the guts of the 50 metres and took the mark. So once again, off the back of Casey Voss's ball movement, the double blues will have another shot at goal. Josh Hone, this will be his fourth shot at goal today. He's kicked the 1-1. One, one. And he's failed to register a score on the other occasion. Take his best. He'll have to kick from 51. Gives himself a little room. Kicks from 50 in the end. And in gaining, trying to gain some extra distance, he has gone off to the right and through for a minor score. Three goals, eight, the double blues. 3-3, three, three, Norwood on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's a four the game. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires. Donnelly's going to come grandstand side. Lock. Had the footy close to the boundary line. We'll throw it in as Stockdale takes it over. So, Bonds, we've seen just the six majors so far today, halfway through the third quarter. Five of those goals have come at the southern end, just the one at the northern end. Nord will be kicking to the southern end in the last quarter. There is no breeze, but it, we talked about the yeah. mud on the ground. It's easier down that end of the ground to kick scores. So the double blues five-point lead here, not putting the score on the board with 16 more inside 50 so far in this game. Panos to Rokar to Ling. And Ling got the clearing kick to the wing. Spoil came from Robinson from behind. Tearley front and centre picked it up. Little kick went straight back to Ling. Matthew Ling at half back for Nord. Pierce Seymour on short. Ignores that. And goes to Carroll. It's a little chip kick. That's what they need here, Nord. Just build up the ball, try and get it into their front half. Take some of the pressure out of the game. It's a really nice kick there, back in board to Kennelly. He's got the overlap if he wants him. He doesn't. He continues. So he goes laterally to Donnelly. He marks half back on the outer wing. Donnelly's away. He runs away from Burrows. Then goes short to the lead of Locke. Locke puts it to the top of the square. Sturt have numbers here. Casey Boss. Well, might have been held. In fact, the umpire's called play on. It's a goal. Declan Hamilton ran into an open goal. There's some pushing and shoving, some holding. The umpire saw a holding free kick. That is wonderfully umpired. That was a hold from a long way out. You can't do that as a defender. It was so obvious. No one in this grandstand saw it because they didn't look at the where the ball was going. Bonds as a forward, I certainly had a look and saw the patterns from both forwards. Norwood players tried to lead up with the ball. Both Sturt defenders grabbed their opponent there. That is the most obvious free kick. It was paid. And as a result, Norwood hit the lead. And again, something from nothing. Take your chances. The ball's been down in Sturt's forward line for a long time. Credit to the Red Legs there. Patient ball movement from half back there was super. Some of those kicks to find their mids and forwards in not a lot of space is proving to be the difference at the moment. They have a one-point lead from nowhere. They'd be really pleased the Red Legs were taking their opportunities. Well, everyone sort of stopped as soon as the whistle was blown, except for Declan Hamilton, who kept running and kicked it off the ground from a metre. And Norwood go forward again. 
Comes out to lock. He's about 15 metres out from goal. He's wrapped up by Charlie Fryer. And we'll have a stoppage. We've mentioned they've been good around the, the clearances today. They're leading that statistic now by seven. So they are looking dangerous, the red legs, when they get the ball around these contests as they have a 450 clearance here from Matt Nunn. Nunn kicks a high ball underneath it. Connor McLean. Ball comes loose. Carruthers, first one there. Carey kicks around the corner. Josh Shoot, good mark at halfback. Where's he going now? Looking inside, Shoot. Goes to Brewer on the wing. Comes off his hands, Ling. Quick handball to Bogle. High kick down the line. Shoots underneath this one. Coming late was Creswell. Creswell, really well done. Did just get across there and force it out of play. Not allowed Sturt to get another intercept mark. They've got the ball on the half full flank here, the red leg. So really well positioned to set up well behind the ball and play some of this game in their front half. 17 minutes gone for Kia, moving that inspires. Another the clearance for Sermon. He's up to seven now. That's a game high. Ling wobbles it inside 50. Excellent mark from Guy Page. Goes short to Carruthers. Again, they want to move the ball down the middle of the ground, Sturt. He's got a lead from Voss, ignores that. Now hits up Slimming at half-back. Centre half-back. Norwood lead by a point. Goes sideways to Dakin. Dakin to the leader, Tearley. Tearley short to shoot. His lookalike. Josh Shute, short again, controlling the footy, the double blues. Charlie Fryer. We're seeing this ball movement is working, the control of the footy. Sturts had 30 more marks than Norwood today. Norwood had real success last time they did this with their ball movement chain to be able to find the spares. And just patient ball movement is what we're seeing is working here today until they can find the right one and launch inside 50. Their ball, their ball use is very good, although this time the spoil came. Tearley over the footy, just goes off the ground. Beautiful pick-up from Wilson. Better tackle from behind from Matt Panos. Holding the ball. And we hear the Nord faithful for the first time today. I reckon Bond's really up yeah. and about. They are in the hunt and in the fight in this one. Panos short to right, who goes short to his skipper. None at half-back for Nord. Here come grandstand side. Worked last time they come out this side, Nord. And Alec Wright will just hold the ball up. Brewer corralled him. 19 minutes gone, third term. We're going down to the wire in this one. Ball kicked down the line. Hamilton forced over the boundary line by Carey. And we'll have a throw in. About 70 around from Norwood's goal. Cam, won't be long quarters here today. We've just had the seven majors so far kicked. 20 minutes into this third term. There are the Nord fans getting the cheer up. See what the Double Blues fans have got for him as well. Dakin from the throw-in was tackled. Got the handball away. Frederick tried to burst through a tackle. Did well. Really well, Marty Frederick. Got a little give to Dakin. His kick inside forward 50. Pressure on the Nord defence. Alec Wright tried to handball back to Ling. That was good. Got a little half shepherd from Donnelly. Over the top to Seymour. Now back to Donnelly. His short kick. Well done, Guy Page, coming with the spoil. Then laid a massive tackle, Guy Page. Inspirational moment for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service. Well done, Pagey. 
Some big moments from both teams there. Alec yeah. Wright to get back and save the day for Norwood and then Paige for Sturt. Some huge moments there for both sides. 20 minutes gone and the umpire says, give it to me. We are in the mud patch in the middle of Wigan Oval. Umpire's doing some heavy lifting for Kona Cranes and D-Mag. Hooked on safety in this mud. The Burley is covered in mud. So are some of the players. None lays a big tackle and again will have a stoppage. The ball has moved out of the mud patch. We'll take you around the grounds again. Thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Glenelg with a 30-point lead, 15 minutes into the third quarter over Centrals. But we've got a game on our hands at Prospect Bonds. The Crows have come absolutely crashing back into this contest. Trail by three points to North Adelaide now, 47-44. to They were down by as much as 32 in that second quarter. So a good game on their hands, as we have here at Wigan Oval. A couple of close sample games here on a Sunday. And we'll bring you the sample action every weekend on your home of sport, SEN. Bonds and men's with you. 21 minutes gone. It's a one-point lead to the Red Leagues on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Player of the quarter will be tough uh, in this quarter for your men's, thanks yeah. to Homestart Finance. There's a lot of guys that have put their hand up. Done some really hard and heavy lifting stuff in this quarter, thanks to Kona Cranes and D-May hooked on safety. There's... A few that will put their hand up for it, but we've probably got a couple of minutes remaining as well, so I'll hold off at the moment. <laughs> Some holding in that ruck contest. Harry Boyd will get the free kick. And a thump it long inside 50. It's a high ball. Good luck marking that. McLean was bumped off it by McFadgen. Umpire called a block. Well, and there's going to be a 25 here. So Connor McLean will get a free kick from the goal square. And kicks the goal. Norwood go to five goals, three. Sturt, three goals, eight on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Men's, your thoughts? Yeah, it's, again, really well umpired. The Sturt fans in front of us won't love hearing that. But Norwood get the ball in quickly. And it's what happens. Sometimes the Double Blues defenders, when the ball comes in quick, they panic and they hold and they give away free kicks. And I've, we've seen it for a couple of years now, and the same thing's happened today. Once again... They impeded their opponent, and it is a free kick. And Norwood have kicked their last two goals off the back of free kicks given away. So, look, the double blues, the ball's only been inside their own D50 in this game 25 times now. They've had it in their field 50, 39 times. So a couple of silly free kicks that they don't need to do, and they don't need to give away. So shaky they have been, to say the least, in this quarter down back to double blues. And it's while they trail by seven points. Yeah, Connor McFadgen, he thought he used the body well. Umpire thought he blocked the run of McLean. Which he did. Yeah. So they get the free kick and then the 25. Panos kicks towards goal. McLean, oh, oh he's taking a juggling mark. Umpire called play on. It hit the turf. The umpire was right there and now McLean's been pink for holding the ball. Well, that second one's a bit tough, but Kloombless wrapped him up when he went to ground. Made no attempt to get it out, McLean. Yeah, hey, look, the umpires have been good today, but that was a bad decision. That's not holding the ball. He's claimed the mark, which could almost be paid. Oh, it definitely could have been paid. Yeah. Kick down the line. Doyle on the grass, and so is Seymour on top of it's, him. It's actually a massive call in the context of this game, Bonds, because Con McLean would have had a snap from all of six metres out. More than likely kicks have put some 13 points in front in a low-scoring affair really would have given the Norwood Red Leafs some real momentum, which they still have. 
Great tackle from Boyd on Marty Frederick. He tried to burst through, and the big Nord Ruckman wrapped him up and put him to ground. That is an inspirational moment, thanks to Burbank Homes, inspiring designs and personal service by Harry Boyd. Six inside, 450, Locks taking the mark. Well, the red legs are up and about. They've got the run on. You can feel it here. You can feel the Nord fans up and about as well, Mens. The momentum has shifted. And again, Bonds, we would have said it five times in the past 30 minutes of footy. You don't take your chances or come back to hurt you. And it certainly is at the moment. The Double Blues have had all the play. They've had 15 more inside 50s in this game. And instead, right now we see Goy Lock lining up to put the Red Legs 13 points clear late into this third term. Goy Lock. Good game last week, 16 disposals. Didn't kick a goal. He has a chance to put one on the board now. Very handy lead going into three-quarter time. If he can nail this, it's a horrible kick. Off the side of the boot. Did not even score. It's a, hor- on the full. it's a horrible kick. It was one of the worst run-ups I've ever seen. <laughs> he went one way and then went the other <laughs> way as he kicked it. It, it. It's an S-Ben run-up. It was an S-Ben run-up, and that is so hard to actually kick the ball because you have no momentum going straight. You're going in zigzags, and that's what happened with the kick. Frederick kicks the ball down the line. Gruber with the spoil and puts it out of bounds. Centre wing, grandstand side. 25 and a half minutes gone in the third term. Norwood 33, Sturt 26. It's no surprise, Bonds, in the last seven or eight minutes of play here. It's been all Norwood in terms of the disposal count. We see Rokar, Pierce Seymour, Matty Lang and Th- Thomas Donnelly, four of the top five possession getters on the ground. The throw in. Might get a stoppage here as uh, the umpire will come in and ball it up. Seen this a few times today as the siren sounds three-quarter time. A big second half of that third term to the Redlegs. They lead at 5-3-33. Sturt 3-8-26. Fantastic last quarter coming up here on your home of sport, SENSA. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Welcome back to Wigan Oval. Three-quarter time here, and the Redlegs have a seven-point lead, 5-3-33. Sturt 3826. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you for Home Start Finance. Uh, Men's, uh, what do you got for us at three quarter time? Yeah, look, we talked about taking your chances and we've talked about this whole game is that Norwood uh, have been far better in this game than Sturt have been at doing that. And Sturt, as they we get into three quarter time, have had 12 more inside 50s in this game, yet just haven't been able to put the score on the board. They've kicked far too many behinds. And since quarter time, they've only kicked the one major. So that's been the difference in this game. Uh, Norwood would be really pleased with how things have gone so far and have taken their chances, which we touched on. The clearances, they've been far superior today. It's been off the back of Harry Boyd's dominance, which has come in, in particular in that third term. He was really good in the in the ruck. They lead the clearances 29 to 20. So Norwood has the blueprint. Keep winning the ball around the source, get it forward and play it in our, in our forward half. Now, interestingly enough, Bonds, we mentioned this during that third term, that so far today, to the northern end, there's only been one goal kicked in this game, whereas to the southern end, there's been seven goals kicked. So it means that Norwood's kicking to the goal-kicking end, uh, and so we'll expect to see them come home strong. Sturt's going to throw everything at it. We'll, we'll expect them to go through the corridor and really take this game on. It's going to be a great last quarter. We're here for Kia, movement that inspires and uh, players just making their way to their positions and the fans make their way off the ground. Great crowd in here at Wigan Oval today. 
And they are in for a thriller. They really are. We've got a game on our hands here. Seven-point lead for the Redlegs. Heavy conditions. The ground is heavy, but the rain has stayed away. It's been a clear day, cold day, but it is winter. Just waiting for a couple of kids to make their way off on the other side. We'll close the gate and we'll get underway. There's some random Norwood fan just walking around the boundary on the outer side, Benz. I don't think he's in any real hurry. Take, take your time, but mate. the umpires will wait until he's off the ground. And even the Sturt fans on the, in the grandstand are giving him some grief. <laughs> That's great. That is great. Not in any hurry, he is, is he? No hurry whatsoever. Just wondering where the gate is. Oh, oh, he's got a little trot up now. There we go. So he's made his way off, and the umpires will get us underway. He gets the Bronx cheers for the Sturt fans. Last quarter. Norwood lead by seven points. Doyle up high. Got the tap down. Battersby went off the ground at half forward. Shoot wrapped up in a tackle. And we'll have a ball up. So interestingly, Bonds Wilson has gone to half forward here. So he's coming up around the contest now, but uh, he's going to try and get up as an extra mid and get forward. Doyle again won the tap down. Brewer over the footy. Boyd picked it up off the ground. Panos outside of the boot. will kick the ball long to half forward. Page beautifully red. Stood underneath the footy, took the chest mark in the end. Everyone else was wrestling, and Guy Page just had his eyes on the footy. Goes short to McFadgen. Is he taking a one-hander? That's a great mark. Slips catch. That's an absolute great mark. Has he hurt himself here? Might have got a bit of mud in the eye or something. Oh, I almost feel like he landed on the ball, so he almost winded himself when he... When he was a great actually catch. took it, but an important catch, because if he didn't, it would have been away. Went back to Page. He's just uh, sucking in the big ones here, McFadgen. So you're right, Menzi might have landed on the footy. Short kick. Hits up Battersby. Just a defensive side of centre at Wigan Oval. Called to play on. Kicked the ground when he kicked it. Tearley and Boyd. Boyd ended up with the footy. Little chip kick towards Sermon. Drag down. We'll get the free kick. Good decision by the ump. He has done some real heavy lifting today, thanks to Kona Cranes and D-May. Hooked on safety, Luke Sermon. Some really important clearances and strong grabs too. Hamilton inside 50. Oh. McLean takes the juggling mark. It was a low flat kick from Hamilton to the lead of McLean. He stuck one mid up and then got it on the second attempt. And he's marked it about 30 metres out on about a 25 degree angle. Again, it came from Sermon's contest down here. Won the free kick. Some nice ball movement and a really good juggling catch there from McLean. A chance to put the red legs 13 points clear. He has one. Lines up for his second. It's drifting. Misses to the right-hand side. Five goals, three plays, three goals, eight on the Balfour's scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Big miss. If he put that through, mm, would have been really hard been for the huge. double blues. Voss kicks in towards Doyle. It's going to come back the other way. Stockdale, quick kick inside 50. Sermon handballed out in front of Declan Hamilton. He wheels around, then straightens, kicks into the pocket. The mark taken into an open goal. Bain and Lowe. Bain and Lowe gets his first kick, and again, Declan Hamilton involved. And Nord kick away a little. 
Six yeah. goals, four to three goals, eight on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's a four the game. You mentioned it really well done, Declan Hamilton, to get the footy inside 50, used his legs, took the game on, and allowed him to find the free player, which if he didn't do that, he certainly wouldn't have. He's had the seven disposals, Declan Hamilton, get the two goals today. He's had a real influence on this game up in that forward line for Norwood. And, again, taking their opportunities. We've mentioned it all day. It's a 14-point lead now to the Redlegs. Not too much because we know the Sturgeon kick goals here at Wigan, but they've only kicked three so far today. They're going to need to kick at least another three to get back in this game. Doyle and Boyd, Battersby, hands on the footy, wrapped up by Panos, ball up. Baden Lowe hasn't had the year he had last year. He's been a bit quiet as far as goal kicking goes, but still an important player in the forward lineup. Carey got the kick forward. Well done by Josh Shute. He was pushed in the back, should have got a free kick. Umpire said throw it in. No, he's giving him a free kick. He's called it a trip. Not sure it was a trip, but... I'll, I'll uh, take it nonetheless. <laughs> Sam Brewer gets the free kick for the double blues. Chance to put it inside 50. Gets a sh- couple of short leads, ignores them, and just goes long. Burrows... Pierce Seymour. In fact, it was Boyd coming over and thumping it out of bounds. Throw in 20 metres around from the goal in the left forward pocket. So there'll be a few in there, Hones, around the contest. Paddy Wilson, boundary side here. He's the one that you've got to keep an eye on if you're the red legs. He'll look to wrap around this contest. The throw in. Wrench doing the ruck work. It's on the ground. Battersby tried to go off the ground. Seymour wrapped up by Burrows. Ball up on the point of the goal square. Tensions high here at Wigan Oval. Double Blues need a quick answering goal. Wilson's hovering. So is Hone. He's tackled. Got the handball out. Wilson handballed it back to Josh Shute. He has a shot and has missed. Another missed opportunity. Straight in front, 30 metres out. Menzies really should have finished there. Three goals, nine plays, 6-4. Balfour's scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Well, that's the tail of the tape here. 12 shots a goal the Double Blues have had and multiple that have not made the distance or gone out in the fall. Norwood just the 10 shots, and yet Norwood lead this game by 13 points. Heard kicks to the outer side. Batters big hands on the footy. Now it's come loose. None tapped it to the advantage of Locke. He was tackled by Doyle. Ball spills to none. He goes back to Rokar. Little chip kick. He's going towards the boundary line on the outer side. And Bain and Lowe takes it out. We'll have a throw in. About 55 around from Nord's goal. The sun tries to break through here late in the day. Just that spread from contest again. They've done really well. We see Nunn and Locke running there, but then Rokar, the next number in as well. So that support around the ball carrier when they've got it out of the congestion has been really good today from the Redbacks. 13-point lead. Boyd got front position. Bogle around the corner, marked by Lowe. About 45 metres out. Speaking of front position, he had front position there on his opponent. Look, fortuitous that it did land into that space. It was only 15 metres away from the kicker, but held front position and it's having a real impact in this last quarter. Bain and Lowe, an opportunity to kick another goal for the Redlegs. And Bonds, this would move it out to 19 points. This would make it rather challenging for the Double Blues to get back into this game. He will, it'll be a tough kick. Heavy underfoot. Muddy, burly. 
and he'll kick from about 48 metres. Makes well. pretty good contact. He's <sighs> hit the posts. Six goals, five. Norwood, three, nine. The double blues on the Balfour's scoreboard. Balfour's up for the game. We're here for Kia. Movement that inspires. <laughs> Quick restart from the double blues. Brewer did well over the top to Slimming. He was tackled, and the umpire says, give it to me in the middle of Wigan Oval. That is a big tackle in the middle of the ground there because they were out the double blue. So well done by Creswell. That's a heavy lift a moment thanks to Kona Crones and D-Mate hooked on safety. He's done some important things today from the stoppage. Ball comes out the back to Frederick. He's corralled by Bogle and run out of bounds. Well done, Luke Bogle. He tells Marty Frederick all about it. They are up and about the Red Legs boys at the moment. They know that they have this game right where they want it, not just on the scoreboard with a 14-point lead, but the momentum at the moment is all going their way. They are running harder than the double blues at the moment. Looking very happy, the coach down on the boundary, Twig Rawlings. It's a tough start to his season, but uh, looks very happy at the moment. Eight minutes gone, final term. Boyd got the tap down, but straight to Slimming. Slimming, kick forward. Burrows in a one-on-one. Donnelly, good spoil from behind. Right over the footy. Battersby working hard. Got it up to Brewer. He dropped the footy. Rokar just slapped it towards half forward. Casey Boss had his jumper held by Robinson. Then sat upon. Surely gets the free kick. He does. He does, but you don't mind that by Robinson. He's right with Boss, which is the directive in this last quarter. He's been given the job. And dumps Casey Voss after he kicked it. So Battersby, who took the mark anyway, will get the free kick centre wing. Certainly up and about the Red Legs. Battersby kicks inside forward 50. Jack Hurd stood underneath the burley and took the mark. Frustrations in the crowd here in front of us from the double blues. And they'll be even more frustrated now with a 25-metre penalty given against Paddy Wilson here. So Jack Hurd moves to about the halfback flank for the Red Legs. And kick over his marks, and the umpire brings him around a little. Wants to come this grandstand side. Kick to a big pack of players. Boyd flew. Voss has the ball. He's tackled to the ground, and we should get a stoppage here. We will. We're here for Kia. Movement that inspires. Paul Bonza, Dan Menzel with you. What about some stats for budget car and truck rental? Get on the road faster, 13-27-27, men's. Yeah, we talked about Nord really starting to own the game in the late part of that third quarter in this fourth quarter, while Nick Rokar is now leading the possession getter on the ground with 22 disposals. Voss is on 21. He was prolific early. Pierce Seymour's up to 19, and Matty Ling's up to 16. So Nord starting to really feature heavily in the disposal count. Ten minutes gone in the final term. We'll have another ball up. The other area that they've really lifted bonds is the tackles. They are 56 to 39 in front of the tackle count. They have the top five tacklers on the ground at the moment. So their pressure has lifted the red legs. Stats for budget car and truck rental. Get on the road faster. 13, 27, 27 as Josh Hone head over the footy. There's Good another bone-crunching tackle there from Kennelly. Talk about inspiring your team, an inspirational moment from Kennelly there, thanks to Burbank Homes, inspiring designs and personal service. The ball up. Tearley jumped on the footy. Umpire says, I'll have it, blokes. Now the ball up right in front of your SENSA commentary position. 
Double Blues need a goal. They need one in a hurry. Wilson to shoot. High kick to half forward. Coming late was Burrows. Crunched the pack. Couldn't take the mark. Going off the ground. Battersby picked up by Burrows. He was tackled. A dribble rather. And the umpire has found a free kick. It's a high tackle. He might be going the way of Norwood. It is going the way of the Red Legs. Luke Bogle has got the free kick. He doesn't know it yet. He's still busy having a chat to Paddy Wilson. We'll take you around the ground thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Glenelg have a 30-point lead at three-quarter time over the Central Districts at home and 15-point uh, lead to the Roosters at Prospect Oval over the Crows at three-quarter time. Another ball up here, centre wing. 41 plays 27. With some holding in that ruck contest. Going the way of the Double Blues. And listen to the Double Blues fans. I feel they've been hard done by today. Doyle. Flat kick towards Gribble on a strong lead. All players went to ground. Burrows pushed Hurd over the boundary line. There's, There's some feeling some, in there it. There is some real feeling in this, isn't there? And they need the next goal, the Double Blues. 14-point lead here for the Red Legs. The Red Legs get the next goal. This game is over. Brody Carroll says his jumper ripped off of him. He's going skins at the moment. <laughs> Boss, hands and knees. He was tackled. Then he laid the tackle on Liam Robinson. We're here for Kia Movement that Inspires. Paul Bonza, Dan Menzel with you. Double Blues need to force it forward. Battersby ran into Doyle. Now the ball's released through Kennelly of Norwood. Kicks the half forward. Underneath it was Fryer. He dropped the foot. He allowed Tran for in. Little handle back to Kennelly. Now in front of McLean and uh, Creswell. Creswell back to right. High kick inside forward 50. Sermon underneath it. Got hands to it. Couldn't take the mark. Bogle. Little handball to Hamilton. Oh, he bounced into Fryer and Peng holding the ball. Well, he bounced off Fryer. McFadden jumped on top of him. Probably a bit stiff there, Mens. I actually didn't mind the call, to be honest. I Good. felt like he took the uh, tackler on. So Good. Like it. McFadden goes short. Carey. Short again to Frederick. Half back for the double blues. Grandstand side. Gets the lead from Slimming. Hits him up. You see this a lot from the double blues. They'll just control the footy in their back half. But they need goals. Have to attack. Down the line. Burrows went with the one hand against Seymour. Done a pretty good job on him today, Seymour. Nice handball up from Doyle to Tearley. Kick towards Hone. Great tackle laid on him by Morris. Just has to get the ball loose. Does. Burrows thrown out of the contest. Gets a free kick. Lockie Burrows. Brody Carroll laid the tackle on him when he didn't have the footy. Umpire was right there. This is a big kick from Lockie Burrows. He's going to kick from just inside 50, directly in front. Just has to kick the goal. Has to kick the goal. The Double Blues haven't kicked a goal now for the best part of two quarters. So... Josh Hone kicked one in the third, but really struggled to find a major. And 14 points down, this will put him back within eight points, back within a couple of goals. 
15 minutes gone into this third term. A huge kick coming up here from Lockie Burrows. He's straight in front. He will kick from just inside 50. We wait. Burrows has not kicked a goal. He put his head down straight away. As soon as it left the boot, he's missed to the left. Minor score. Three goals, 10. Plays 6-5 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for Kia. Movement that inspires. Three goals, 10 is the concern for the double blues today. That's the difference in the game. But more scoring shots than Norwood. 13-point game. You got the halfback, Norwood. Work it through hands. Liam Robinson. Back to Tranfer. Goes back again. Kick off a step, none to half forward Hamilton. Declan Hamilton short to Tranfer, who ran on. Still outside 50, Xavier Tranfer. Again, built the ball movement up beautifully so far. Some really good composure from the Norwood mids around the wing there. Didn't have much ahead of the ball, so use their numbers as they have here. Matt Nunn drops into a nice spot there. 50 out, takes the mark. They just look like they're working harder. Norwood. They run in on top of the ground a little bit better than the double blues are. The Mom- skipper will Mom- waste some time here. Momentum's a big thing in footy, and we know that Norwood's got it at the moment as he shorts one for Panos. And Panos takes the mark 48 metres out, straight in front. And he will go back again. This will take uh, Matty Panos's best kick. Forty-one plays twenty-eight, and we've gone sixteen and a half minutes in the final term. From forty-nine meters, it's going to fall just short in the goal square. Between kicks the goal, puts a nail in the coffin of the double blues. They're gone. Norwood at home. Seven-five plays three-ten. Super work from Harry Boyd there. The kick from Panos was going to land a metre inside the goals and points. It did. Boyd knew that was happening, so he tapped the ball back into play, back in, and McLean was there in a fortuitous position. Rove the pack effectively. Kicked the goal from all of a metre out. That's his second now for the game. As you said there, Bonds, that's 19-point lead now. That seems like it's far too much. Well, there's, there can't be any more than... Four, four or five minutes left. Yep. It's been a low-scoring contest. It's the uh, only two goals in this last quarter, both to Nord. And as you mentioned, the double blues kicked two in the first and one in the third, and that's it. And apart from that, it's been out on the full or behinds. They do force the ball forward from this stoppage. Gribble handled straight to Matty Ling. Another turnover. Kick around the corner from Jack Hurd. Low and McFadgen. McFadgen took the ball over the boundary line and will have a throw in. But Sturt just need to attack and attack. They do. What's interesting is Norwood gets up today, which it looks like it's going to go that way, with three wins in a row after eight straight losses, and they will take on Glenelg next week at home. Geez, there'll be a good crowd at Norwood Oval for that affair. Will be. Short throw in. We might throw it in again. Get some stats for budget car and truck rental men's. Get on the road faster, 13-27-27. Who's leading? Harry Boyd's been great in the second half. He's had a super second half, Harry Boyd. Nick Rokar, 24 disposals. He's been good all day for the Red Legs. Matty Ling's really worked into it in this second half. He's up to 18. Kennelly's up to 17. And Matt Nunn up to 16. So no surprise some of their bigger names working into this game. Boyd 
picked up the footy off the ground, handled to Kennelly. He's pretending he wants to get out, but he really doesn't. Umpire says we'll ball it up. 19 minutes gone, final term. Sturt 3-10, Norwood 7-5. The ball up, tapped down to Brewer, and he's tackled, and again another stoppage. Another strong tackle there from Rokar. He's up to six now, which is leading the game. Their appetite around the contest for the hunt, for the contest, has been better in this game. They've had the 25 more tackles in this game, Norwood. They've won the clearance count as well. They've got most of the leading possession getters on the ground as well, so they have really gone toe-to-toe with the double blues today inside, and Look like they're going to prevail. We'll get a throw in. Just the advantage of Nord on this grandstand side. They're going to get the win from this clearance. None. Tackled by Dakin. And we'll have another stoppage. Sun shining here at Wigan Oval. As we wind down in the closing minutes, Battersby handled forward to Burrows. Got it back to Dakin. His kick was smothered. Kicked it straight into Matty Nunn. Now the ball comes loose to Tealy. Tealy just bombs it inside forward 50. No one there for the double blues. Matty Ling will get back and take it through for a minor score. They go to three goals 11, the double blues. Norwood 7-5, Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Really good second half from Matty Ling. He's probably been a player of the half thanks to Homestart's finance. He's up to the 13 disposals this half now. So he's really launched them off the halfback flank in the second half, the Red Legs and Matty Lang. Kick out of defence. It's going to come back in. Brewer launches it inside 50, but it's all Norwood. And getting back in the number 60, Brody Carroll. I wonder if he has to pay for his rip jumper. I wouldn't have thought so out at Norwood. <laughs> no, certainly <laughs> not at Norwood. Kicked out that way. Uh, McFadgen had the ball, dropped it. Now Matty Nunn has it to Rokar. Played well today too, Nick Rokar. He is 25, he's up to. Coombless at half back, tackled by Matty Panos. And we'll have a ball up, 21 and a half minutes gone. They've got their grunt back, the red legs, their fight that we were so accustomed to last year. They've, we've seen it in the last three weeks. Certainly have. Last year's premiers couldn't have had a worse start to this season. They're trying, starting to find a little bit of form, getting some players back, some consistency. And they've come to Unliable and knocked off the second place double blues. Yeah, and with Central Districts going down today by the looks... As we go around the grounds, thanks to Morris Finance, Finance made simple with Morris. They are down by now 49 points to Glenelg at the Bay. So they'll be two games out of the top five. The Red Legs as Panos snaps a goal. <laughs> Good joint call there from us. was <laughs> an incredible finish from Panos, but we shouldn't be surprised because we've seen it on a number of occasions. That's his second for the day. Inspirational moment thanks to Burbank Homes, inspiring designs and personal service. That is a wonderful finish. And they are up and about the red legs. A long kick in, and the Sturt defenders, Coombless and Edmund, just sort of battled each other for the mark. They both dropped it. Matty Panels was front and centre. 
and snapped another goal. Eight goals, five nil with 3-11, the double blues. Player of the quarter will be interesting men's for home start finance. There's a number of players that put their hand up. I really like the skippers last quarter as well. Matty Nunn has been running in waves. He's been leading from the front in this last term for the Redlegs. Back in the middle, Boyd got the tap down to Rokar. Tackled laid by Battersby. He's tried hard for the double lose all day. Casey uh, Voss been a little bit quiet. Done, I was heart. just about to say they've done a great job on Casey Voss. He's at the 23 disposals. He's only had the one in this final term. Youngster Leon Robinson has had that job in the second half. Brewer, the clearance for the double blues. Slimming, ran under the footy. Wobbles it inside forward 50. Hone and Morris, that's been a good battle all day too. Ball kicked off the ground and towards the boundary line. It will be a free kick to Josh Hone. He's 35 out. He just points at the goals. He says, I'm going to have a ping. He's had, what, five shots today and without yep. scoring a goal? He's kicked the one, and that was the one he ran into oh, the goal right. square. So this will be a six-shot at goal. One goal, two so far from Hone. He's going to land just out from the goals. Boyd taps it through for a minor score. Three goals, 12, the double blues. Eight goals, five, the red legs as the Norwood chant starts up in front of us. Not sure about the bloke's hair who's leading that charge. <laughs> I shouldn't do any hair jokes, but anyway. 24 and a half minutes gone in the final term. 23-point lead to the red legs. Seymour kicks it out of the danger zone. The mark... Almost taken. Umpire called play on. I thought Wilson had enough of that. Scrap of players on the outer side in the sunshine. Close to the boundary line. Rokar takes it over. We'll have a throw in. A couple of happy Norwood fans out there shielding their eyes from the sun. Amos Dawes has been pretty good today, but Sermon and Harry Boyd's game in combination has been very good. They are the two leading clearance players on the ground. Wow. The two rucks for Norwood. Sermon with the seven, Boyd with the six. Boyd's second half has been huge for Norwood as well, really giving them first touch out of that middle and has been huge for them around the contest. And as we said, six clearances for Boyd on the day with his 13 possessions. Liam Robinson, free kick at half back, goes short. and is winding this game down now, the red legs. Make it three in a row, although the turnover comes. Into the middle of the ground, through the hands of Gribble. Tried to fall. It's just stuck in the mud. Beautiful pick up there from Locke. Now low. Outside of the boot to Ling. Ling's just going to hold it up. With half forward for the Red Leagues. He's got Rokar short. Ignores that. Goes a bit further down the line to Kennelly. Who caught one from Frederick after he took the mark. Not much in it though. Bit of mayo on it from Kennelly. Just outside 50, in the right forward pocket. Puts a low kick to kick. the top of the square and hits Locke on the chest. Was a fantastic kick from Kennelly and pretty well read from Locke. Beautiful kick just to bring a forward onto it. He saw a little bit of space there in the hole, Kennelly, and he saw Locke and he just put it in front as we hear the final siren. Norwood, the upset win. 
players were about to race on. But like, the, well, they did a couple <laughs> metres and then realised, hang on. It's Game's not, not over it's yet. It's not done yet. Gorlock has a set shot from 30 metres out, only on a slight angle. Can he put a full stop on this game? He comes in. He kicks truly. Hands in the air and his teammates get around him. Nord will get the win. 9-5, 59 to Sturt, 3-12-30. Men's a big win by Norwood in the end. It was. They took their chances when the opportunities arise and Sturt did not do that. Now, as this game's finished, Sturt still had more scoring shots at goal. They had 15 scoring shots to Norwood's 14. However, 312 to 95 is the difference in the game and much more clinical with the red legs. They ran the game out really well. That's some good momentum to finish the game. But four goals in that last turn yeah. to no to four behinds for the double blues proved to be the difference in the end. And their season, they are back the red legs. Three wins in a row. There are only two wins outside of the top five now. It's a huge win here at Wigan Oval for the Red Legs. Got a little bit of time, men's to uh, talk about this game, and we'll go around the grounds, talk about other games and the latter, and we might have a, a bit of a preview to next week as well. But um, Jade Rawlings, such a tough start to the year, losing eight in a row, and... Funnily enough, there's still a chance to play finals. It's incredible, isn't it, the competition, how even this competition is. At the moment, there's probably one team that's clear of everyone else, but it's uh, any team can beat anyone on their day, and we are seeing that at the moment. And three wins on the trot, they take on that team, which is Glenelg next week at home. So that will be one hell of a game. And, uh, yeah, you're right. They are every chance to play finals this year if they can keep this form up. So... Twig Rollins has turned it around there at Norwood and they'll be really pleased with how they went. Stuart, on the other hand, their form has been patchy of late and got absolutely smashed by Glenelg three weeks ago. Did the job here against North, but not convincingly, and then uh, not a great performance today for the Double Blues. Don't win many, many games when you only kick three goals. In the final score, Sturt three goals, 12-30, defeated by Norwood, 9-5-59. We'll be back here at the Wigan Oval shortly. This is the sample on your home of sport, SEN. 23. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PBS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Welcome back to Wigan Oval. It's all over here and a bit of an upset. The Red Legs have run it winners by 29 points. Sturt led by five points at quarter time. And then Norwood led by two at half time, seven at three quarter time, and kicked four goals in the last quarter to win by 29 points. This is the day's play. Thanks to Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And for Homestart Finance, get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. Ben's the Red Legs, far too good. Yeah, they were far too good. I just thought their spread from contest was really good today. They didn't have that at the start of the season, and they covered the ground so well today. And we saw it from their mids in Nunn, in Kennelly, in Rokar. Those guys are back, and Norwood are back. Three wins in a row now. Yep. We mentioned it's two games they are outside of the top five they play a lot of the teams around them to finish this season so they are every chance of playing finals if they can keep this form up let's have a look at some stats for balfers no matter your club colors that balfers are for the game yeah so let's go through the major possession getters on the ground nick rokar finished with 25 touches very good for norwood across the four quarters put a full four quarter performance in Casey Voss had 23, only the one in the last term. They held him really well, the Redlegs did. Dakin got up to 21 for the Double Blues. 
Ling and Seymour with 20, and Kennelly and Wilson with 18 for the game. So they were some of the main possession winners. Connor McLean and Matt Panos kicked the two, along with Declan Hamilton. So three multiple goal kickers for the Redlegs on the day. Bannon Lowe with, with the one. Creswell and Goy Locke kicked that goal after the siren there. For Sturt, it was uh, not pretty reading. Josh Hone, the one goal. Richards with one. And Josh Wrench was the other goal kicker. Heavy lifter for Kona Cranes and D-Mag. Hooked on the safety. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Luke Sermon for this one. He had the seven clearances, which is the most clearances on the day. He did some really heavy lifting around the ground, some contested grabs. But also when he was inside and giving Harry Boyd a chop out, it was really important for them, and uh, it's the reason why Norwood won the clearance count in the end. By four, they were far better around the footy. I like it. Inspirational moment for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service. We're going to stay with the big man at Norwood, and it's Harry Boyd. His tackle down here on the wing was a massive tackle, and uh, they're things that absolutely inspire your team when your big ruckman is laying tackles like that. And they, uh, they were superior in the tackle count today. They out-tackled the double blues 70-45 to 45 and it was a real hallmark of their game today. Alright Inga, get your finger on the button because we're ready for the goal of the day. The goal of the game for Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au better late than ever, men's. Uh, what's the goal of the day? It, the goal of the day is our duo call at the end of the game there, Bonds. It's <laughs> Matt Panos's goal. Something from nothing in the goal square. Threw it on the boot over the shoulder. A really nice snap and uh, there's a couple of them for the red legs but we've gone with Matt Panos's sealer in the last. All right, uh, let's go around the grounds thanks to Morris Finance. Success together. There's uh, a Another big upset. Idea. Yes, there is another big upset. We'll go to that game, and it's Prospect Oval. North Adelaide 10-6-66 has knocked off the Adelaide Crows 7-15-57. Some inaccurate kicking there, just like it hurts dirt here, has hurt the Crows in that one. So the Roosters get a much-needed win on the board there at home. And if we go to Stradorama Stadium, this team is firing on all cylinders at the moment. Glenelg 17-12-114. Lead Central's very late in that game, 8 9 57. So they're going to run out with effectively a 10 goal or close to a 10 goal win there, the Bay. So they just keep rolling at the moment. The other two games that happened yesterday, Port Adelaide was just got the better of West Adelaide, 13 14 92 to 12 10 82. 10 point win there for Port Adelaide and South Adelaide. Cause an upset at Montaigne Care over against the Eagles, 11-10-76 to 8-10-58. It's been a bit of a round uh, of upsets, isn't it? Um, um, there's been, well, today, I, you thought that this might be a close game, but in the end, Norwood just, you know, a, a four-goal win, yep. almost a five-goal win, really, is, is massive in these conditions. It really is. I mean, for Sturt, you rue the missed opportunities and not taking those chances that we spoke about. They had majority of the play in the second term and only kicked the five behinds compared to Norwood who went down and slingshotted and kicked two goals off the back of it. So in the end they didn't take their chances and that was the difference in the matchup here at Wigan Oval and it does, it sets up an interesting, if we if we take a look at the ladder bonds, it sets up an interesting back end of the year because you've now got Port Adelaide sitting in fourth position on five wins and six losses 
and you go down to 10th position on the table, it's Norwood, three wins and eight losses. There is yep. two games separating six spots on the table. Crazy. Such a wide-open competition. It helps uh, the Double Blues that Adelaide lost today. So the Double Blues still have a two-game buffer over the Adelaide Crows. But uh, Glenelg now outright top with this loss to the Double Blues today. They are 10-1. and one. The Double Blues 9-2 and two on the season. Time to have a look at your best players, men's thanks to Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And for Homestart Finance, get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. Yeah, look, there's a number of good players on the day, and in particular for the Red Legs that particularly were very good in the second half and, and could have gotten the best players. So just a couple of mentions. Pierce Seymour was good today. I thought Kennelly and Nunn were really good around the ball for the Red Legs. They did some really good things. Coombless was very good for the Double Blues in the first half. But my votes go to, one goes to Harry Boyd. I thought his work in the second half around the contest, he had the six clearances, which which was second most on the day. The 13 touches and upwards of 30 hitouts, he was very good for the Red Leagues and gave him first use. Two votes went to Casey Voss. He was by far the best player on the ground to half time. He was kept very quiet, in particular in that last quarter, and it's probably why Norwood got over the top of the double blues. And my three votes goes to Nick Rokar. I thought across the four quarters, he was the best player on the ground. Had a very good four-quarter performance. He had the 25 touches, but what I really liked about his game was he laid the six tackles, which was the most of anyone on the ground. He covered the ground so well today. He set him up in offense and defense, and Nick Rokar was back to his best today, and he gets the three votes. All right, Nick Rokar, the best player on the ground. As uh, Now, we've, men's, we've still got about uh, 10 or 12 minutes before we have to go. So did you want to sing us a song? or No, why not? <laughs> I've actually got some very interesting news to share oh. with you, Bonds. Okay. Um, it's not about me. We've just done the sample wrap of the scores. Well, I'm going to go around the grounds, thanks to Morris Finance, and take you to the AFL scores. Yes, do that. Because we thought there was a couple of interesting scores in the sample. We'll have a listen to this. So let's go straight to the one I'm alluding to. Optus Stadium, West Coast are taking on St Kilda. It is 30 minutes gone into the first quarter. The West Coast Eagles lead St Kilda. Four goals, one, 25 to three goals straight, 18. Stop it. West Coast are seven points in front in the first quarter. And in a, they haven't got within 80 points of any team in four weeks. So... I'm not sure they'll hang on, but a huge start for the Eagles over there in Perth. A seven-point lead there. The other game going on currently is up in Darwin at TIO, Treasure Park. Melbourne playing the GWS Giants. Melbourne 4-12, inaccurate, kicking 36. Trail GWS 6-4-40. It's just ticked over to three-quarter time. So a four-point lead for the Giants there at uh, up in Darwin. So an interesting game on our hands there. So we could see a few upsets today, Bonds, and... Look, wow. I still don't give West Coast any chance. They're in front at the moment. A quarter time has just ticked over, but um, they're in the game, which is all their fans have really been asking for. Well, and thanks to Morris Finance, we will take you to that game straight after this one. West Coast playing St Kilda, um, part of the AFL Nation call. Uh, I want to have a look at next week's games, men's. Um, first one up uh, is the Eagles taking on Port Adelaide at Montaigne Care. Yeah, it is. It's... Uh, Interesting to always see which Port Adelaide team you have on the park. It's very much predicated on what happens with the AFL lineup. We know that the power are pretty healthy in the AFL at the moment. And just let's take a second to mention how good was that goal from Dan oh. Houston last night. In those conditions, uh, outside 50, 
took the mark, which was a hard mark to take as it is, uh, went back and said, no, no, I've got this. Uh, to kick that the way he did, absolutely incredible. And, again, it's a great photo, the still shot of them yes. trying to spoil the ball. They the won. goal umpire. <laughs> the goal umpire is a great, like, yeah. that is a great spot as well from the goal umpire. But they've won two games this year by the margin of 30 centimetres, the yes. power. The Sydney Swans was the other game where Alira, they actually got that ball. So it's gone their way on both of those occasions. But like I mentioned, they're pretty healthy in the AFL side. So they will be healthy next week against the Eagles at Montana Rival. So... It's, uh, it should be a pretty line ball game, that one um, there on Saturday. The other game, which we have mentioned a few times, is at Cooper Stadium is Norwood hosting Glenelg. Now, Glenelg, uh, obviously the form team in the competition with 10 wins on the trot, but Norwood have to be every chance going into that game with the way they've played the last three weeks. Absolutely. Um, so that, that's going to be a cracking game as well. Uh, our game for broadcast next week is South taking on North Adelaide. Two winners coming up against each other. Two teams that have had massive wins against teams that they were not favoured uh, away from home for South Adelaide and North Adelaide against a, a pretty red-hot Adelaide Crows. So what it does is it makes it really interesting, the implications around finals. If North win next week, they'll jump into the five. South Adelaide need a win to stay in touch. So it's a really intriguing game, that one there. South Adelaide and we've called the game bonds, have not played Flinders University well the last couple of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how they go back at home, but they were far better yesterday. Their ball movement was much better against the Eagles. And so that will be a great game. West Adelaide come up against Sturt at Highsand Stadium. I'd give West a, a chance here. Yeah, definitely. they've been good at home. And, uh, and the other thing that they'd take confidence from is they only played Sturt maybe four or five weeks ago here at Wigan Oval in front of us right now, and they lost that game by four points. So they will match up well against the Double Blues. That's what they will be thinking. And West Adelaide fans will think they're every chance there. And, look, they're still in touch in distance of finals, West Adelaide. They're now two games back of the five, but they're doing some pretty good things down there at Highsand Stadium. And, uh, and the last game of the round is all games on the Saturday next week. Uh, the Bulldogs taking on the Adelaide Crows. At, at Nuriupa. Uh, at Nuri, yes. So that would be great for the local community out there. So Centrals have been unbelievable at home this year. They have not won a game, Bonds, away from ex-convenience Oval. So that will be a challenge. It is their home game there, but it will be a challenge to see how they go against the Crows, who will be very disappointed after today's loss to North Adelaide. Uh, they wanted to stay in touch with the top two. But that makes it a bit harder now with that loss. They go to seven and four on the table. Let's look at the light. Looked at the ladder. Glenelg now a game clear on top, ten and one. Yeah, they are, and they're just they're absolutely rolling. Their percentage is elite, sixty-one percent. So they look like the minor premiership is going to wrap up for them. Sturt obviously in second position. The Crows in third. We have Port in fourth, and Central Districts still remain in fifth position on the table even after their loss to Glenelg today. And Bonds, the bottom five. North Adelaide have jumped up to sixth position. The Eagles suffer the most. They've dropped out of the five, and they're in seventh. South uh, uh, there with four wins after the Eagles. And then with three wins is West Adelaide and Norwood still on the bottom, but they've won three in a row. Yes. It doesn't feel like they should be there. No, it doesn't. Um, however, if they knock off Glenelg next week, oh, it's almost certain they'll jump up the table. So... Uh, it's all ahead of them for the Red Legs, but they uh, are playing some really good footy at the moment. Just want to ask you a question without notice. Uh, buy rounds. 
we've had buy rounds in the sample and a bit of a mixture of of weeks on and off and um gather round there was a buy everyone had the week off but that's what i want to see in the afl the buy rounds been spread over four weeks i want to see one week no games cut it off everyone has a buy in the same week all fantasy footy players will be happy because they don't have to trade in and out for four weeks. We have a trade period Oof. in that week. I see where you're going with this. And we have the under-18 championships played as as the highlight of the weekend. Yep. I'm guessing you'd have the mid-season draft in as there well. as well. So um, you do all that at the yep. Hall of Fame yep. as well. Yep. That's on the, you know, that's in that week as well. So you make a um, a bigger deal about that. Not that it probably isn't, but let's have the Hall of Fame, the Under-18 Championships, a mid-season draft, and then the trade period. It's really interesting. It's It'd be interesting to know the reason potentially they don't do that at the moment is the commercial deal, and they want yeah. AFL played every single weekend. Um, and so that's where a lot of the decisions come off the back of the commercial deal and the money that's into the game. But it's not a bad point, Bonds. It, it allows families as well to plan to go away Correct. as well in that weekend and but also also the broadcasters have got an extra round this year that wasn't part of the deal yep so gather round came in they gave them 23 rounds instead of 22 yes so yes. they're getting a bonus anyway yeah no i don't mind that at all because it does allows planning allows different things to happen and it uh the evenness of the competition certainly happens as well with the buy all being in the same week um, I think you got your bias hat a little bit on in terms of fantasy football as well, and it'll just make your management a little bit easier with just the one week of buys instead of four. But um, yeah, look, it's a, it's a great point. It's something they'll definitely look into moving forward. And how has yeah. that worked? Because it used to be all in the same week, didn't it? And they've sort of changed it in recent seasons. Yeah, they've yeah, done it over over a couple of weeks. So half the teams will play and half the teams will miss out. Um, then that also solves the argument of what a teams do off a buy. We don't have yep. to have that discussion, um, which to me is a little bit pointless, but I know the record's there, but no, a little bit pointless. Another question without notice. Who currently is the best player in the sample, in your opinion? Oh, that's a good question. There's a number that would put their hands up for that. Um, look, if I'm to go through the midfielders, uh, I think the best player in the competition at the moment is Matt Crouch. And... I think I can say he's in the competition because he's not playing AFL footy anytime soon. Correct. So I would still stick with Matt Crouch. Um, and for consistency, look, Campbell Coombe's still having another great year. I mean, Gary Medlis, he is. Um, Glenelg's got so many across the park. And look, Lockie Hose is having a fantastic season, as is Liam McBean. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think there are a few. Paddy Wilson, when he's at his best, is as good as any as well. So there's a few names that I've thrown out. But I don't think we have a clear standout that maybe in previous seasons you definitely had. Um, and so who would you go? So I'm getting to I'm getting to my question that I'm getting to is the McGarry medal favourite at this point in the season. Yep. Uh, I think the guy that played for Sir today, number 34, he's going to be right up there again as far as McGarry medal goes. He's played some outstanding footy. He was clearly best on ground last time we were here. Might have got a vote today. Yep. I think he would have got a vote yeah. today. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Casey Voss certainly will be up there. The issue will be Wilson will take votes off him. Lewis will yeah. take votes off him as well. Um, yeah. I think you have to have a think about Glenelg. They've won the 10 games. So Will Turner poll really well, but then Snook's in there and Partington as well. 
Um, Again, they've, they've got votes will be spread around, I believe. And the same thing will happen with Crouch at Adelaide because you've got Schoenberg and Haitley that have played really well and, and will take votes as well. So it does leave it a pretty open count this year. It's going to be really interesting coming At this stage um, as to what happens and where those votes go. Um, look, James Rowe is going to poll some votes yes. for the Eagles as well. He's Started had some the outstanding really well. games. Um, and then if you go to South Adelaide, Mitch O'Neill's had some good performances as well. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be an exciting McGarry Medal this year, without a doubt. I, I still, if I was to pick one right now, I would still pick Matt Crouch, knowing that he's going to play the last seven games of the season effectively. And we'll think unless the enough. Crows get some major injuries, yep. he's playing sample all year, isn't he? Yes, he, yes, he yep. absolutely is, and we saw that last year. So um, that seems like he will be in the sample the rest of the season and have every opportunity to continue dominating like he did again today. I mean, in that loss to North Adelaide, um, they'll be disappointed with it, but Crouch still had the 35 possessions. So you'd expect Harrison Wig next with 33 and then Ospina on 28. You'd expect Crouch probably polls one or two in that it, game. It's not all about possessions, but the people that get the footy more generally yep. catch the eye of the umpires. Yep. And... And he was very good again last week in the game we called down at Flinders University. We, we gave him the two votes in that one. So I think he will poll well, Matt Crouch. One quick question for you again. If Nord can make the five, can they win the whole thing? Absolutely can. We saw it last year. That All you need is results to go your way. If Adelaide's in there, you don't know what team they'll have. The same with Port Adelaide. Everyone's saying Glenelg right now are unbeatable. Well, I'll take you back to a couple of years ago when they won 16 or 17 in a row. Yes. Look, they lost the grand final and the Eagles pumped them in that game. So you just need to make it to be a chance. And Norwood showed it last year. And so I, Twig Rollins will be selling that message 100%. Boys, we keep winning these games. We can do anything. Speaking about doing heavy lifting, uh, someone who does heavy lifting for us every week back in the studio is Inga. She hates the button <laughs> that plays that little stinger every week for us, the goal of the day button, so we'll have to do some work on that. But Inga, thanks for your help again today. Um, she's cooking a roast tonight, so I think we're due over there at about uh, 7 o'clock. Perfect. It's starting to get cooler here, Bon, so roast sounds great. <laughs> We'll leave you with the highlights. Norwood running out winners by 29 points on behalf of Dan Menzel, myself, Paul Bonzer. We'll see you next time. In, oh, inside 50, and Wrench has taken the mark. He'll go back and have a set shot only about 20 metres out on a 45-degree angle. Actually, he's put the first one through. So an early goal to the double blues. We haven't even gone a minute. Stolen again by Hamilton. Gives to Panos. Panos, 35 metres out. Doesn't miss these. Manny Panos gets the first one on the board for Norwood. Richards on the half volley was very nice. Then snapped a beautiful goal. And Declan Hamilton has a shot here from... It'll be about 45 out, a tough angle. Runs around a fraction, makes pretty good contact and has kicked the goal. Kicks it up to Creswell and he kicks the goal. Well, that come from nowhere. The ball's been down its end all quarter. Hone stayed on his feet. Morris fell over. Hone had a bounce, ran into an open goal and put the first one in the second half on the board for the double blues. Lock puts it to the top of the square. Sturt have numbers here. Casey Boss... Well, might have been held. In fact, the umpire's called play on. It's a goal. So Connor McLean will get a free kick from the goal square and kicks the goal. Sermon handballed out in front of Declan Hamilton. He wheels around, then straightens, kicks into the pocket. The mark taken into an open.